helping people find recovery. This hour of the show is pre-recorded. America, just do what you're told. And we might let you play with sparklers on Independence Day. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Some lenders routinely use complex artificial intelligence algorithms to determine who qualifies for loans. Global financial markets are moved by decisions made by machines analyzing huge amounts of data in ways even their programmers don't always understand. Harari says the countries and companies that control the most data will in the future be the ones that control the world. Today in the world, data is worth much more than money. Ten years ago, you had these big corporations paying billions and billions for WhatsApp, for Instagram, and people wondered, are they crazy? Why do they pay billions to get this application that doesn't produce any money? And the reason why? Because it produced data. And data is the key. The world is increasingly kind of cut up into spheres of, 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 of data collection, of data harvesting. Uh, in the Cold War, you had the Iron Curtain. Now you have the Silicon Curtain between the USA and China. And where does the data go? California? Or does it go to Shenzhen and to Shanghai and to Beijing? Harari is concerned the pandemic has opened the door for more intrusive kinds of data collection, including biometric data. What is biometric data? It's data about what's happening inside my body. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. It always interests me when 60 Minutes can do a clip like this. And it's okay. That's considered okay. You can talk about that, and they admit it, and, you know, they bring it up in a very scientific way, and it's discussed, and and that's what's happening. You're not, you're not supposed to fear what he just said. You're just supposed to take it in. Now, if I say that, <laughs> I'm that show, <laughs> you know? I'm the conspiracy theorist. Huh. But if they say it, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because on this show, we say, well, that's what this means. You know, you know, X, Y, Z. This is what this is where he's going with this. This is what it means. And uh, they can admit, admit, admit. But it's always a theory if I mention it. Funny. I just always find that odd. It never ceases to amaze me. I just got off the Alex Jones show. I did it with Little Miss Fireball, Chris Ann Hall, and uh, she was fantastic. We talked SCOTUS. We talked sheriffs. We talked uh, uh, Ministry of Truth. It was really great and uh, really appreciated her coming on and spending the time to do that because she is so good at just really informing about the Constitution. And over and over again, we had to keep saying, look, this is not a federal law. Roe versus Wade is not a federal law. I know they keep saying landmark, landmark. Mark in the uh, in every press release um, going out in every single bit of press, but it it wasn't landmark. It was just absolutely pursuing a decision or an opinion on a case that should have never happened, right? Because they didn't do so really legally anyway. What they what they did with Roe versus Wade, and then how the media and how the government interpreted that for fifty years, is why we have such ignorance going on in America right now. They don't realize the states have always had the rights. We have the rights now. 
we have the right tomorrow, we had the right yesterday. It's just we have too much cowardice going on in our states. They like to use it to get elected, but they don't like to do anything about it. Because then they, they stand behind Roe versus Wade and they go, oh, but Roe versus Wade. Okay, that's fakery. States can do what they want. We are a red state that really should have let out. But we're not because we're cowards. Yeah, you can tell how much I appreciate and love our legislature and our state senate, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not vocal about that at all, right? Um, ugh, ugh, I just shudder when I think about think about how many people will have to meet their maker someday and explain their role as cogs in the wheel of ruining our country and our state. Um, so I want to share with you, and I'd like to get your take on um, a couple of things. I was, you know what I was reviewing last night? And, and this will this will disclose what a nerd I am. I go and I read the IMF report, okay, and the IMF report about what they're warning us is coming, and um, and how they measure all of the GDP, and and really, oh, you know, uh, we think we just think something's going to happen with COVID again, and uh, yes, uh, a lot of little subtle threats are going on um, with the IMF, and and how they how they gauge everything that's going to be happening over the next couple of years and it is kind of scary the way they do it um so I was reading that, and uh, and of course I was reading um, a little bit. Oh, and of course you know they talk about high tech programs and and all those things. So you might want to give that a whirl. Um, the IMF report it's always always interesting and, and intriguing to me. The other thing I was looking at, I'm um, putting the nerd hat on again, is uh, but very very important is. George Washington's vision recorded at the Library of Congress. And this was at Valley Forge in the winter of 1777, uh, shortly after signing the Declaration of Independence. The American forces were fighting, you know, of, of course, against the British, as we all should know by now. And, um, and we really were outnumbered, outgunned, out everything. We really should have never won. And really, it's the same ratio as now. I mean, honestly, those that love this country and those that are trying to ruin it um, were basically out everything, right? And so he, was, uh, he recorded these words, and he said, uh, this afternoon as I was sitting... I was sitting at this table engaged in preparing a dispatch. Something seemed to disturb me. Looking up, I beheld standing opposite me a singularly a beautiful female. So astonished was I, for I had given strict orders not to be disturbed, that it was in some moments before I found language to inquire the cause of her presence. A second, third, and even a fourth time did I repeat my question, but received no answer from this mysterious visitor except a slight raising of her eyes. By this time, I felt strange sensations spreading through me, and I would have uh, risen, but the riveted gaze from the being, from the woman before me, rendered uh, volition impossible. I essayed once more to address her, but my tongue had become useless, as though it had become paralyzed. A new influence, mysterious and potent and irresistible, took possession of me. All I could do was gaze steadily vacantly at my unknown visitor. Gradually, the surrounding atmosphere seemed as if it had become filled with sensations and luminous, and everything about me seemed to rarefy the mysterious visitor herself, becoming more airy and yet more distinct to my sight than before. And now I begin to feel as one dying, and he went on to explain that, and then he said he heard a voice, son of the republic, look and learn. 
while at the same time my visitor extended her arm eastwardly, and I now beheld a heavy white vapor at some distance, rising fold upon fold. This gradually dissipated, and I looked upon this strange scene before me laid uh, lay uh, out in one vast plain of all the countries of the world. Europe, Asia, Africa, America. I saw rolling and tossing between uh, Europe and, um, and America, the billows of the Atlantic, and between Asia and America lay the Pacific. Son of the Republic, said the same mysterious voice as before. Look and learn. And at that moment, I beheld a dark, shadowy being, like an angel standing and rather floating in midair between Europe and America. Dipping water out of the ocean in the hollow of each hand, he sprinkled some upon America with his right hand, and with his left hand cast some upon Europe. Immediately, a cloud, a cloud raised between these two countries and joined in mid-ocean. And for a while, it remained stationary and then moved slowly westward until it developed America in its murky folds. Sharp flashes of lightning gleamed through it at intervals, and I heard the smothered groans and cries of the American people. The second time the angel dipped water in the ocean and sprinkled it out as before, the dark cloud was then drawn back to the ocean, in whose heavy billows it sank from view. A third time I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. And I cast my eyes upon America and beheld villages and towns and cities springing up one after the other until the whole land from the Atlantic to the Pacific was dotted with them. And again, I heard the mysterious voice say, son of the Republic, the end of the century cometh, look and learn. And at this, the dark shadowy angel turned his face southward and from Africa, I saw an ill-omened spectra approach our land specter approach our land it fitted it flitted slowly over every town and city of the latter and the inhabitants uh, presently themselves in a battle array against each other and as i continued looking i saw a bright angel on whose brow rested a crown of light on which the traced uh, the word union bearing the american flag which he placed between the divided nation and said remember ye are brethren Instantly, the inhabitants casting from them their weapons became friends once more and united around the national standard. And again, I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. And at this, the dark, shadowy angel placed a trumpet to his mouth and blew three distinct distinct blasts, taking water from the ocean, sprinkled it over Europe, Asia, and Africa. And then my eyes beheld a very fearful scene From each of these countries rose thick black clouds that were soon joined into one. And there was a mass, gleamed a dark red light, by which I saw hordes of armed men moving within the cloud, marched by land and sailed by sea to America. Our country was enveloped in this volume of cloud, and I saw three vast armies devastate the whole country and burn the villages, towns, and cities that I beheld springing up. And as my ears listened to the thundering of the canyon clashing of swords and the shouts and cries of millions in mortal combat i heard again the mysterious voice say son of the republic look and learn and when the voice had ceased the dark shadowy angel placed his trumpet once more to his mouth and blew a long fearful blast instantly a light of a thousand suns shone down above me 
pierced and broke into fragments the dark cloud which enveloped America, and at the same time the angel upon whose head still shone the word union, and who bore a national flag in one hand and a sword in the other, descended from the heavens, attended by legions of white spirits, these immediately joined the inhabitants of America, whom I perceived were well nigh overcome, but who were immediately taking courage again, closed up their broken ranks, and renewed the battle. Again, and amid the fearful noise of conflict, I heard the mysterious voice again say, Son of the Republic, look and learn. And as the voice ceased, the shadowy angel, for the last time, dipped water from the ocean, sprinkled it upon America, and instantly the dark cloud rolled back together with the armies it had brought, leaving it its inhabitants of the land victorious. There's more. But I would actually like to hear some of the dreams you've had. It intrigues me. A lot of people are sending me emails like this right now. This was George Washington's. But what have you experienced? And if you want to share it, be right back. Kate Daly Show. How did you feel to know that you're helping people change their lives? You'd feel pretty good, right? Well, at Balance of Nature, we are doing just that. And you can too. Balance of Nature is looking to hire a shipping clerk. In this position, you're the last line before everything gets shipped to the customer. You will get to put the product into boxes and label them to be shipped off, knowing that you're making someone's day from the instant that box is picked up. This full-time position starts at $15 an hour and has opportunities for quarterly bonuses with benefits, including healthy daily lunches at no cost to you and many internal company events that add excitement to the work week. Now is the time to work for a company that cares about its employees and customers. Go to balanceofnature.com slash careers to see a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature continues to build a future with you in mind. Join Lyle Boss, president of Boss Financial for Safe Money Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. right here. Or call Lyle Boss now for your complimentary Safe Money book, Safe Money Miracle, at 855-355-7233. If you're looking for the best local businesses in Southern Utah, check out bestofsouthernutah.com. Whatever you need for you, your family, and your home, you will find the best local companies at bestofsouthernutah.com. Best of Southern Utah. Or grab a copy of the Best of Southern Utah magazine available throughout Southern Utah. Best of Southern Utah. Best of Southern Utah brought to you by Dixie Power, energizing life. Best of Southern Utah. Lionsgate Recovery, a drug and alcohol rehab facility, is honored to be voted the gold winner of 2022 Best of Southern Utah, now three years in a row. Lionsgate has helped hundreds of people by dedicating their lives to overcoming the cycle of addiction and discovering the freedom of recovery. With locations in St. George, Tokerville, Cedar City, and Parowan, call their 24-hour hotline if you need help at 866-471-9476 or go to lionsgaterehab.com. Lionsgate, people in recovery, helping people find recovery recovery legendary a legendary race comes to this legendary place on friday and saturday october 28th and 29th with the women's race on friday and men's race on saturday there's two days of competition and plenty of chances to get involved with most schools out that Friday, make it a family affair. Bring your families, neighbors, and community groups out to help at the finish line. The swim start, at registration, or in other specialized roles. There's a spot for everyone. 
Our volunteers are legendary across the world, and we need 4,000 volunteers throughout Ironman Week to put on this legendary event. Become legends and volunteer today. Sign up at greaterzion.com. Check out all the roles you can play in this legend unfolding. Again, visit greaterzion.com and click on Ironman. This is a place where legends will rise. We all have a friend like Evan. Guys, could you spot me a few bucks for the game? But what happens when it's time for Evan to pay up? I don't have it right now, but you know I'm good for it. Nobody likes a deadbeat. And chronic deadbeat Evan McMullen has raised millions of dollars for his special interest groups. But in true deadbeat form, instead of paying off the nearly $700,000 in debt from his presidential campaign, he took the money and paid his own company millions of dollars. Liberty Champions Pack is responsible for the contents of this ad. This Thursday from 11 to 2 is the grand opening of the Haven Villas. Come get a grand tour of all these beautiful homes ready for you to move in. The Haven Villas give active seniors the ability to live an independent and carefree lifestyle with family-like support, with services and amenities like dining, house cleaning, laundry, community center, swimming pool, pickleball courts, and more. Music, food, and giveaways are only a few of the things you'll find at the grand opening of the Haven Villas this Thursday from 11 to Two. Looking for ways to serve but don't know where to begin? Go to JustServe.org, a free site to help those who want to serve find opportunities nearby. JustServe has teamed up with organizations nationwide. Go to JustServe.org and type in your city, and you'll see a list of service opportunities. Sign up on JustServe to receive emails letting you know about new projects. JustServe is fast, free, and easy. JustServe.org is provided as a service by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We stand on the shoulders of women who came before us. Women who fought for their own financial futures. And now it's our turn. Join us. Visit WeSaySaveIt.org and take control of your financial future by saving for retirement. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I've got Uncle Milty with me and playing some Fleetwood. Uh, welcome back. Make sure you go to the website, uh, katedallyradio.com, and there's a bottle of fruit greens you'll see there. And make sure that you are ordering some right now while you can get 25% off because you're a listener to this show. The, the, you guys are the only ones they're doing this for across the country right now. 25% off. Order up some fruit greens, and I'm telling you, you're going to feel better. It's 20 fruits and vegetables and uh, that you can take in supplement form, no chemicals, no fillers, and basically uh, get your immune system back up. And also, you'll have a tremendous amount of energy. So. I need energy. I didn't sleep last night. You didn't? No. I I slept for like an hour. I'm not kidding. I didn't sleep very good last night. I think there was something going on because a couple of my friends mentioned today that they didn't sleep well last night. What's up with that? That's kind of weird. I I know that when I finally woke up, Mm -hmm. um, I was having a lot of trouble breathing. There's a lot of smoke in the air. Mm -hmm. But uh, I also had a really weird dream. Like what? Something you want to share? <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure around the world. that I want to share. But, but it, here's the, basically, okay. 
uh, it was kind of like all of a sudden I went from being in this world mm-hmm. to this world that the the cataclysmic event had happened. Now, I didn't know what the cataclysmic event was. I just knew that everything was desolate. Okay. And people were not, there weren't a lot of people around. Um, and my my priest and another priest and myself were together in okay. this dream. And what we were doing was traveling this desolate countryside looking for other people to bring the church back together okay and it was just and that's how the dream went and and it was like uh the 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 two priests and myself who who, i'm just a lay Mm -hmm. person and uh and so there was a discussion about whether or not i should be ordained as a deacon to make it easier for me to to do the necessary things to help build the church back. Interesting. And it was a really weird dream, but I don't know how it transpired. I mean, it was there was no no memory of how it went into this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this cataclysmic event had happened to cause this, or what type of event? I mean, was it war? Was it an mm-hmm. economic? I don't know what type of collapse it was, but. It a, lo- was, a lot of people have dreams where um, something huge happens and they're sort of above the city, sort of looking well, down. I wasn't was above that, it. I was right down in, in it. In it? Yeah. And, and that was Was the, it kind of scary? I mean, was it kind of... It was scary. Did you wake up with your heart racing? Yeah. And, it, and, and that's what it was about. I mean, it was a, it was a very religious dream for me mm-hmm. because it, it had to do very much with the with the strength and faith of the church right and keeping the church together that's what the whole dream was about was keeping yeah. the church together that's interesting through this cataclysmic yeah. event it was really weird you know you know i you always think about this and i think because we know um where government's going it's it's hard not to ignore the obvious it's i always worry about who's president after trump i always worry i worry more about that um, and worry about where we're headed after that because these total nimrods are, might have control and, and you never know what they're going to do because mm-hmm. they don't even make sense anyway. But what, what, what's going to happen? What's really interesting about you saying this, though, is that I was reading a, 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 a person had a dream um, back, oh my gosh, in the mid-1800s. <laughs> And uh, it was Wilfred uh, Woodruff. He had a dream, and I was reading about this last night. For some, I don't know how I stumbled on uh, to this. I, I had read it before years ago, but it was kind of a refresher. But it was the reason I couldn't sleep. So this is kind of funny. Wow. But the dream was about him um, being in a city, and he said he was he visited uh, kind of kind of above the ground sort of thing. After some things had happened, he visited Salt Lake, and he visited Omaha, and he visited New York. Baltimore, and I think it was Boston. And and what he saw there in some cities, uh, he saw bodies piled high and couldn't figure out what had happened, and that the stench was just overwhelming and nobody was there, not, not, not a living thing entered into these cities because it was so bad. And that uh, that women were uh, were trying to put stuff on their backs to to go, you know, to kind of go up to the mountains and and get away from some of this stuff. And he noticed that there weren't a lot of men and he kept thinking, you know, why aren't there men? That's weird. Um, But uh, could men have been called into 
to war. You never know, right? Uh, and so, and so it's kind of when I was reading this, it was a little terrifying, only because we all know that that the capacity to to desolate some cities or tsunamis coming and we all know about harp and we all know about about some of the designs of things we can do mm-hmm. and then of course natural things that could occur and then of course you've got city and and countries um fighting and so what's coming and a lot of people think you know dropping a nuke in in, in one city is sort of like a Oh yeah, we'll get you. We might not get your whole country, but we'll get a huge city. You know, um, we'll, we'll we'll take some cities. It was kind of terrifying. And when he said uh, that that uh, there were there were many people with diseases, and and it was kind of scary to see the kinds of diseases that were kind of taking over their whole body, and there wasn't anything they could do about it, and and that people honestly only had what they could carry on their backs. I mean, that was it. Can you imagine? I don't think we understand if something were to happen very major here um, through EMP or through nuke or through whatever the case is, what you, you won't, you won't have the, I mean, we, we're so into our luxurious items and our things. And I get why, because we've earned them. You know, you, you, you work hard and you pay for these things, but think about leaving your home and, and with what you can carry on your back, What, what in the world would you take? And I don't think people think that out. No, they don't. You know, if water was contaminated, and that was uh, something that was talked about, if water was contaminated, what would you do? Do you have enough saved or stored? Nobody does. They don't. They don't. Especially food, seeds, all kinds of stuff. I mean, you don't know what what you could encounter, but this kept me awake. It's kind of funny. That's kind of funny that that kept you awake. See, now, but my dream wasn't that... The people that I ran into, mm-hmm. it wasn't about this. It wasn't about the cataclysmic event that mm-hmm. caused this, yeah. and how it affected people. It was really just about God and religion right. and church and bringing the church mm-hmm. together. Everybody we ran into, it was it was sure. oh Father, I'm right. so glad you're here. Can we have a mass? Can you pray for us? It was, That's interesting. It wasn't about the yeah. event or the horrors of that type mm-hmm. of event. None of that was in there, mm-hmm. which okay. is what surprised me. Well, yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of dreams. In fact, let me just tell you a couple things. Um, the When he said there were women everywhere trying to escape, mm-hmm. they didn't have anybody there with them. They were just trying to escape. The state of Illinois and Missouri, he said, um, people were just killing one another and women were joining in the fighting and, and it was family against family. And he said in the most horrid manner. And he said that he found himself in Washington in front of the White House and it was emptied out and the whole town empty. Not a soul. And when was his dream? In the night in what, 1863? You mean like during the Civil War? Probably. 1877. Yeah. After the Civil yeah. War. Yeah. Interesting, huh? And, uh, and that he found himself in Baltimore um, in front of the monument of 1812, standing in front of the Charles Hotel. And he just said the scene, he didn't even want to write about it. It was that bad, um, uh, you know, of people that had died. But, um, you know, when you, when you read this stuff, I know it can be kind of scary. And, and there have been people uh, that you can find uh, that have had all kinds of dreams. I've had dreams where I'm in a huge city like a New York and I, and I'm seeing stuff happen. I'm seeing some destruction happen, whether it be natural occurrence or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I'm running through the city and then I wake up and I've had that dream probably four or five times. Well, you know, I grew up in the duck and cover days Mm -hmm. 
And I used to read a lot about nuclear weapons, mm-hmm. nuclear warfare. Right. And I used to have nightmares about that. And my nightmares were invariably a nuclear war started when I was separated from my family. So here I was, a young boy, mm-hmm. separated from my family at the start of a nuclear war and how I survive. Wow. I had several of those really mm-hmm. bad nightmares when I was a kid Yeah, over those duck and cover drills. You yeah, know? yeah. Interesting. You know, there's been a lot of uh, people that have had visions. And what's the difference between a vision and a dream? What do you think? I'm not sure there is much of a difference. I don't know either. I mean, our dreams are part of our subconscious, and and that's why you'll get crazy stuff happening in the dream. You know, things thrown together and parts coming out that that maybe don't go together, but in a dream you'll have it. But uh, I've always wondered that. What's the the difference between a vision and a dream? there's a there's a blind woman uh, that was blinded in her youth, and she's probably I mean she said stuff about uh, uh, you know this time, but uh, you know, and they say eighty percent of her stuff has come true. Nostradamus, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of his stuff has come true. But uh, and I and I know people believe in in people that have visions and can see you know what's coming. Sure. But uh, when do you when do you know the difference? Eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty. When do you know the difference? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I'm gonna guess that most of the li- living o- o- listening audience has had some sort of dream, of right? About this, maybe. I'm just guessing. About all sorts of things. I, I mean, dreams are a very interesting thing. I know. But a lot of people don't like to talk about their dreams. No, they don't. They don't. And. Um, there are dreams that you remember every single yes. part, right? Yeah. And then there are dreams that, you know, hmm. And uh, the guy that had the dream I'm talking about, he was he was Mormon. He was LDS and, uh, back in uh, the 1877. And then at the end, he talks more about, about church things. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting. The whole vision was, I mean, the cities that he was sort of looking at were kind of crazy. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, I was watching... Uh history channel earlier today and they were mm-hmm. talking about the last pulp mm-hmm. and it's it's going right along the lines of what dave's talking about right now mm-hmm. interesting and it was just weird that the last you guys hope. brought this up this afternoon but hmm. the history, history channel got a new deal the last pulp and all this other stuff and huh. i don't understand but it, yeah i'm a first time caller thank, thank you thank you I'm glad you called. I'll get on. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate that. You know what's interesting? When you bring this stuff up, everyone goes, oh, that's that's kind of a weird direction to go in or whatever they say. I don't know. Um, but for the most part, look at the movies we go see. <laughs> They're all ap- apocalyptic. I mean, it's isn't it? There's a, a huge fascination with with possibly how things end or, or things that are coming our way that we're ill-prepared for. Isn't that... Kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I did a whole show on the propaganda of the Pentagon being inside those movies and scripts and wanting wanting certain things portrayed and outcomes. Um, and I, I find that part of it fascinating. But I also think that we, we as a culture are fascinated with that. Why? Why are we fascinated with that? Could it be that, that maybe there's a small part of us that knows that's coming? And that that drives that fascination. And it could be that. That little voice that says, be prepared. Well, I mean, I'm a firm believer that God talks to us. Yes, of course. So uh, that's what that could be. Okay. 
Are you tired of high gas prices and feeling like you have a double car payment every time you fill up? Let Finley Volkswagen help you get into a new Volkswagen that will relieve your wallet and not leave you feeling broke at the pump. New Jetta is up to over 40 miles per gallon. How about the SUV Teos gets up to 36 miles per gallon? Come see the entire lineup of SUVs and cars at Volkswagen that are loaded with technology and will relieve that I'm broke at the gas pump feeling today. Finley Volkswagen will help you make the smart choice to start saving today. See us today at Finley Volkswagen on the saving side of the freeway. Visit us at stgeorgevw.com. The Ledges Golf Club invites you to join Club 72 for 2023. It's only $149 and opens up a bunch of freebies and discounts. Pass holders get a 20% discount off their rack rate all year long. Pass holders receive one free round of golf. Club 72 pass holders also receive two free sleeves of Pro V1 Golf Ball. Plus, when you join today, you'll enjoy all of the Club 72 benefits for the remainder of 2022. Call the Ledges Golf Shop for more information. 435-634-4640 or go to Ledges.com. There are many reasons you should be using St. George Ink and Toner for ink and toner refills, but the two most important are it's better for the environment and you save money. St. George Ink and Toner will refill your old cartridges, saving you money and stopping waste buildup in our landfills. You can be confident in their work because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. At St. George Ink and Toner, you will save money, help the environment, and get the highest quality products. Come by 237 North Bluff Street and see why St. George Ink and Toner is your store for ink and toner. Three months after the apocalypse. Hey, Bob, what are you doing? I'm eating grass. You know, we're almost out of our food storage, and I'm trying to make mine go a little bit further. Those so-and-sos that sold us our food storage told us we had enough for a whole year, but apparently not. We got our food storage from Shane at Your Family Still Matters. He set us up right. You and Carol want to come over for dinner? No, thanks. We're good. Just caught a rat. Don't eat grass and rats. Hurry down to Your Family Still Matters. They're on 900 South Bluff in the Holiday Square, under the big yellow sign that reads paintball, food storage, and violins. Giving back is important to us here at Canyon Media. We believe in supporting great local causes, local events, and local fundraisers. The Canyon Media Gives Back program is one of the many ways we support Southern Utah. If you would like nine Canyon Media radio stations to bring more awareness to your event or cause, please contact us. The more notice you give us, the better we can promote your event. Just log on to canyonmedia.net. That's canyonmedia.net. Canyon Media. Here for you. NASCAR weekend is more than just fast cars. It's the chase for the season champion. It's fun for the entire family. Kids activities, Budweiser Clydesdales, and who doesn't love a crash or two? I've got a car sliding sideways down. It's Brad Keselowski. The South Point 400 NASCAR weekend is October 14th through 16th in Vegas. Nothing better. Cheer on locals Noah Gregson, Riley Herbst, Kurt and Kyle Busch. Get tickets now at LVMS.com. Legendary. A legendary race comes to this legendary place, and you can have a front row seat as this legend unfolds. Volunteer at the Ironman 70.3 World Championship happening on Friday and Saturday, October 28th and 29th. More than 4,000 volunteers are needed, and no matter what your schedule, there is an opportunity to help on race days or in the week leading up to the race. Sign up today at greaterzion.com. That's greaterzion.com, and click on Ironman. Become a legend. Volunteer. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. 
At Volunteers of America, we don't just give kids a way to stay off the streets. We give them the tools they need to reach their full potential. We don't just help the elderly receive needed care. We help them live life to the fullest. We don't just provide food for homeless individuals and families. We provide job training and placements so they can buy groceries. Volunteers of America is a national organization that for over 100 years has provided programs and services that allow people to overcome their challenges to become vital members of their community. At Volunteers of America, we don't just help people. We help people help themselves. Find out how you can support the programs that are working in your community. Contact Volunteers of America today. Call 1-800-899-0089. That's 1-800-899-0089. This hour of the show is pre-recorded. 673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show. That's who I love. Uh, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Make sure you email me, Kate, at katedalyradio.com or Uncle Milty at katedalyradio.com. I will certainly take your calls. And a uh, big thank you to Chris Ann Hall for joining us, too. Um, I was just bringing up dreams. It's funny that we got into this conversation. Mm-hmm. So much of the show is not planned. It's kind of funny. Um, no, I just mentioned something I know, I know. And... It's just funny how it, we just land on certain things sometimes. But... I've just been thinking about that, and I wonder how many of you have had a, a dream that you still remember, that even a recurring one. I've heard people have recurring dreams, um, sort of about, uh, you know, uh, sort of crazy events that happen. And and I just wonder if you, uh, are, is this something that you've shared with people or not shared or were afraid to share? And I wonder how many people it happens to. I guess that's my real question is, how often is that happening? Because maybe part of us sort of knows things may come and, and that's in our subconscious or is it, um, you know, what's the difference between a vision and a dream? And do you believe people can have visions? That's a whole nother conversation because that's, mm-hmm. and that's a weird one, but it's, uh, it's, it's worthy of a conversation because I, I, I do believe people can um, can be blessed with it. I don't think everybody does, but no. I think there are certain people that could have uh, certain visions of, of the future. And, and, and Oh, I think there's proof that people have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's been written down ahead right, of time right. and proven. That, that, how did they know that? I know, you know, right? I know, right? 888-673-1450. Have you had, ever had a dream where you were kind of above a city and something was going on and... and I'm telling you, I when I had that dream about um, New York City recurring a couple times over, uh, it was always where buildings were falling and things were happening and everybody was running, but I was above it. Hmm. I was above the scene and I was watching it like a voyeur. I was watching it. And, uh, and I wonder how many times um, people wake up with these kinds of dreams, but they're almost afraid to say anything because of the way they could be perceived. You know, in our culture, we're, we sort of stomp on that idea right yeah, oh because yeah. uh yeah, publicly because oh gosh you know you got to be everybody's got to be the same and you can't have anything that's kind of crazy hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead hey kate got a weird one here for you okay let's hear it do you, re- 
Do you remember Art Bell? Yes. Radio. He, yes. Yep. Yes, of course. I re- I I used to listen to him because I worked graveyard shift. And mm-hmm. the weirdest thing about that whole show was so many people used to call in mm-hmm. and say, specifically women, I think you know where I'm going with this, they <laughs> okay. dreamt that they were having sex <laughs> with a lizard man. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, but it's weird, but... I heard a hundred different people call in and say this. Well, this was at 1 a.m. I don't know. I'll let you take it wherever you want to go with it. Well, if it's at 1 a.m., you're going to get maybe some people who actually think that happened to them. I don't know. But sex with lizard people? Really? Really? That's weird. No, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying, you know, when you hear the story a hundred times in a row, you kind of wonder where you're coming from with this. Lizard people, huh? All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. (laughs) For me, somebody doesn't even believe in aliens. It's a leap. Hi, caller. Uh, Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. I'm almost afraid to ask. (laughs) Go right ahead. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I got through. Yeah, go right ahead. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. But I wanted to share a dream I had several years ago that okay. I've never forgotten. But okay. it is religious, so I'm not sure who will want to hear it. But I um, had a dream. The sky was red. Uh, all the I am LDS. So we were all in Missouri, pitched in tents. And this gentleman was walking through camp, and I, I knew it was Jesus Christ. And I knelt down and kissed his feet. And nobody else around me recognized him. Whoa. And I don't know what that means. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you shared that. It left a lasting impression on me. I bet it will. How would it not? (laughs) How would that not have a lasting impression? Thank you for sharing that. I'm glad you shared it. Thank you. Well, thanks for what you do. Keep it up. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Hi. hi. Um, I've I've had some visions, and and sometimes they're just like a memory of something that hasn't happened, and and it's even been a future event, and you wonder how that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it could be self fulfilling prophecy. Well, how um, do you know the difference between a but, vision and a dream? Uh, well, uh, uh, they could be similar, but. My, my visions are when I'm awake, and oh. so it's like I'm remembering details and places that haven't even happened yet. Oh, that's weird. And so, so it's like a clear knowledge. It's not symbolic, whereas a dream can be symbolic. Okay. Hmm. And so we're spiritual beings living in a spirit world, but we don't see it. And the spirit world is a blueprint, but within the spirit world there's all kinds of dimensions of good and evil and in between and what we tune into mm-hmm. and choose to go along with or fulfill and we might not have much choice but to prevent it okay but maybe sometimes we can prevent some or or yeah. not because it's a good thing okay uh, all right well thank you i appreciate that wow all right hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead go right ahead caller you're live you're on right now on the radio all right all right uh, yeah, no. Yet. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was a dream, um, mm-hmm. but I had an experience where I was working on fishing boats, and mm-hmm. as we left the port out of Seattle, I just wrote in my journal that this year I have a bad, I had a bad feeling. You always have felt yeah. anxiousness, but I just remember 
having a feeling that it was different than, you know, normal. Hmm. But throughout the whole season, we were fishing in really crazy waters mm-hmm. and a lot of things going on, a lot of... And I just kept picturing something in my mind that was happening with the boat. Hmm. And... Um, but the whole season we were out in these heavy waters, really thick surfs. It was just intense. And then right near the end of the season, we came into this the inside where the water, there's, the tide goes up and down. There's no surf or anything. And it's really calm. And I just remember that vision of what I had in my mind happening. And then... When they set me loose, I dragged the boat off the net, and I was in another boat, and the chain grabbed the back of the boat, and it pulled, and it's like the exact thing happened that I pictured happening was happening, and within a couple seconds, I, the boat flipped over, and I was underwater. I just remember hanging on. I just grabbed on and didn't let go, and... Then I swam out, got on top of the boat, but it took about 20 minutes for them. The water was like 47 degrees. Wow. Interesting. And so I would have been, if I would have let go, I would have just got tangled in the net. Mm-hmm. And and it was like, I sat on top of that boat for about 20 minutes thinking about, geez, you know, but mm-hmm. it was, but I played it through in my mind the exact same thing happening and then when it happened I was just like prepared wow and it was pretty bizarre that I wrote about it in my journal but I don't remember if it was a dream or just that is crazy Hmm. so you just you had a dream about the entire thing happening the way it played out that's crazy thank you yeah wow well thanks for calling that's uh you know I wonder how many times that happens people well and it may be and in some cases like his you know it sounds like had he not had that dream or whatever it was he would not have been prepared or stayed calm in certain parts of it and would have drowned maybe yeah because he wasn't prepared for that but since it happened exactly the way he had envisioned it Mm -hmm. in whatever medium it was Mm -hmm. then he was prepared and survived interesting I wonder if we have more dreams today about these these sort of apocalyptic things that could happen than they did 200 years ago. Oh, I think so. Yeah? I think I don't think apocalyptic events were mm-hmm. all that thought about 200 years ago. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. We That's didn't have the knowledge that we have today for well, I think, apocalyptic. I, I don't know. I think they were, they could have been very um, thinking that things were happening. I think at the time they didn't have as many distractions, and they were they were constantly reading. People read the Bible a lot. They, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they thought that that in their time something was going to go down. You never know. Uh, yeah, I you guess. never know. But but. Probably the way I would probably venture to guess on this is that more people have more dreams about about cities and things being destroyed or uh, things like this. I don't know. It's always uh, it's always been an interest. I mean, not a ginormous interest for me, but an interest because of I think I think a lot of people are experiencing this, but they don't they don't really talk about it as much. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, regarding in the old days, I would suggest that 
if I had to lay money down, I'd say those people had a lot more frightening dreams than we did. Really? We do because we have science to explain away things to calm us. There are huh. people who won't see things today like, um, well, I won't even bring it up. Um, <laughs> things that are happening and being okay. manipulated by man. Well, no, it's, yeah. it's just nature. Yeah. Yeah. But the other way, in, in 100 years ago and beyond, if you were in Galveston during the hurricane before they knew about hurricanes mm-hmm. and that the wind is going to keep picking up, it's not going to blow over. Okay, hmm. or the the river is you know the water is going to come mm-hmm. down uh, and sweep away the houses. Right. That would be pretty traumatic if you lost family members and you yeah. told people mm-hmm. you knew about it. And, That's yeah, interesting. I see they, they have right. a lot of fear. Okay, you know, yeah. but, uh, a different way. Things happened back then that were very frightening, just like today, except we couldn't mm-hmm. explain them away as okay. oh, it's a hundred year cycle. Right. You know, they didn't know that. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate Good point. that. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, are we still talking about visions and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, just for this thing, my dad had a gift. You said some people may yeah. just have a gift. My dad was one of them. Hmm. So these are a couple of the visions that he had, where he's seen the future where people have come to him. Um, he was he was in Korea, in, in the Korean War, mm-hmm. and uh, he said a number of times his brother, who had died in, a, in World War II, um, would come to him and tell him to move. Um, and so they'd be marching somewhere, and he'd say, you need to turn right, and they'd turn right, and it would end up that an ambush was set up there that they found out about later. Oh um, or And that happened a number of times, and there were other times where he was told to stop and not go forward, and they'd call the minesweepers and find mines out in front of him. Wow. There was a number of experiences that he had like that. And then the other one that's weird is from the other side mm-hmm. is his buddy from the Korean War, um, owned a vineyard out in California, and he was out working in the vineyard. Mm-hmm. And he said, and he told my mom this. He says, "Your dad, your my dad, had come to him in vision and said, you need to get to your house right now.' Wow! And this is after my dad had passed away. And oh so God. he went to his house where his wife was there, and he had a heart attack right there, and she was able to get him to the hospital. Had he not gone to the house, he would have probably died in the vineyard because he was a quarter mile away from his house, and nothing else was around him." And so I do think these visions of the future do actually happen. Mm-hmm. I think there are some people that are more sensitive to it, but I, so. I yep. you know, you can't explain things like this. Well, yeah, there's no coincidence to explain that. There's no way to explain it. And I think, I think at some point people have to go, well, you've got to leave that open yeah. to either creator or uh, you have to leave that open uh, to a lot of things that maybe people kind of turn away from now in our culture but you, there's no denying that there's there's no way that you could lay that out in coincidence you can't Especially explain not it. when it happens repetitively yeah. well yeah i mean yeah exactly thanks for the call wow mm-hmm. that'll have me sure. swim, swimming for a while um yeah that was great it's true well and apparently the two brothers yeah it it transpired for both after right. they were dead they were able to communicate yeah Wow. From from wherever, yeah, wherever you choose to believe. Well, yeah, I mean, I think at, at some point we have to maybe get to the point where we realize that that there's a God, that there is, uh, yeah, well, that there's more. I'm there, <laughs> I'm there already. <laughs> no, it's just funny. I was reading about Sweden, and they're really messed up, and and it's the mo- it's the least religious uh, country in the world, and they're having a lot of problems with gender stuff, mm-hmm. and they're trying to raise kids gender free. They call them hens now, and hens. and yep. And I oh. thought, I thought, man, the farther you get away from that. 
um, connection. The worst I mean, I don't know that you can deny that. I, I, you know, it's the old foxhole thing. I don't care where you stand on religion or spirituality, but it's that foxhole moment. Yep. How do you how do you deny that? I mean, it's pretty amazing, and I think dreams play play a part. I, they have to. They have to. Anyway, because there's no explaining. I mean, how, how do you explain any of this? We'll all have the answer someday. <laughs> someday. All right, Paul Craig Roberts tomorrow. And, uh, of course, uh, you're listening to the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. You can go get the podcast. And, of course, uh, email me, kate at katedalyradio.com. Be faithful. Be fearless out there. And uh, see you here tomorrow. for the best local business. I uh, recently became a father. Thank you. Became a father for the fourth time. Never as much applause on that part. Really no applause, right? Because after the third kid, people stop congratulating you. Then they just treat you like you're Amish. Four? Well, that's one way to live your life. Can you build us one of those wood fireplaces? Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. And of course, uh, this is a pre-recorded live show, if that makes sense. And so this interview is new, and I really wanted you to hear this. Uh, this is uh, Kimberly Ells. Kimberly Ells wrote a fascinating book um, about uh, the Invincible Family. And I first noticed her on Tucker Carlson. And this book, she just made some brilliant points about the family and how in trouble we are right now um, with the family unit and what we're doing uh, to the family, what the left is doing to the family, most importantly. Okay. My guest is Kimberly Ells, and she wrote this fantastic book, The Invincible Family. The Invincible Family, uh, Why the Global Campaign to Crush Motherhood and Fatherhood Can't Win. And boy, do I agree. Um, I have been a, a very vocal opponent to what the world is doing to our families um, since the 60s. And this has been, I've done many, many podcasts on this, but I think this will actually kind of go up a little notch because we're going to kind of factor in some other things that I don't think people ever think of. And so welcome to the show, Kimberly. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I This book is important because you bring up some things that I think are they're, they're obvious, but they're not really thought of in the way that I think that you've kind of encapsulated them. And I can't wait to bring this to the audience. And, and I, we're going to talk a little bit about the destruction of the family. What got you interested in writing a book like this and being invested in this fight? Because I mean, you're a mom. I'm a mom and we both have probably a lot of kids and we are witnessing mm-hmm. a lot of things happen as we're raising our children. And so I'm sure a lot of you out there, this will touch a lot of you because I can't imagine that it wouldn't. We're 
talking about family, which is the core, the core unit, right? Uh, of uh, the country is never about the dirt, the soil. It's about the families that exist there, and so it's really about the family and and securing the family. Why did you? What got you into the into writing this book? What were you noticing? Well, I didn't set out to write a book. I just, I had right. been, you know, raising my kids and being mm-hmm. aware of kind of the anti-family, growing anti-family kind of sentiment in society and right. kind of keeping my, uh, keeping the pulse of that. Right. And um, in the course of things, I found a document online that was really disturbing. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what kind of brought me into being politically active and, and mm-hmm. participating in family advocacy and so forth. And so what I found was, was uh, a document promoting sexual rights for children. And sexual was, rights uh, for kids. That was a horrific idea to me. Um, yeah. And so it, come to find out, it, was, it was published by International Plant Parenthood Federation, and I got looking into it, and I thought, this this can't be real. And if it is, it's got to go, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was just a really an awful presentation of sex as a right, a human right. For, for kids. People of, for people of any age. For children not so, having sex. That's a really strange document. Yeah? Yeah. Like one quote from it is, is this, sexuality and sexual pleasure are important parts of being human for everyone, no matter what age, no matter if you're married or not, and no matter if you want to have children or not. But, <laughs> so that's, but that's not true. <laughs> yeah. of the, the philosophy. And wow. I thought that is not okay. That is such an untrue statement that's yeah. damaging not only to young people, mm-hmm. but to the family at large and, and then in turn to society. And so that's what kind of got me up and going in, Jeez. in the movement. I mean, you're right. It, it isn't true because it's saying it, age doesn't matter. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, those things aren't, aren't happening. And those even desires aren't happening until later on. This is ridiculous that this is for children. I would be as horrified as you. Kind of looking around at some people who are already um, fighting this battle, and I found Family Watch International, who they had been working for over a decade at the United mm-hmm. Nations, fighting this agenda, which I didn't even know was a thing there. And so I jumped on board and just learned, I've learned a ton in the mm-hmm. past 10 years mm-hmm. and um, gone to the United Nations, seen some things for myself that were just really shocking. Wow. <laughs> and uh, eventually I just decided I needed to write the book. There, there was a second reason, though, and that was that I, I kind of realized that women as mothers mm-hmm. hold the prime position of power in society. And I feel like that's a story that is almost never told. You're right. And I wanted to tell that story. And so those two things kind of came together um, in the book. I love this. And I think what people, before we get into that, people really need to know, it's a concerted plan. This is people that are are trying to destroy the family. It's not happening because of the culture, by the way, of the culture train that's that's headed in a lot of crazy and bizarre and insane directions. But 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 this is a concerted plan that they have devised. Yes, it, it is. And I didn't really realize that. I mean, the family has been headed downhill in a lot of ways for a lot of years. Sure. But until I went to the global level and saw the things happening for myself, I didn't really grasp that there really is a global anti-family movement and an effort to crush family. In fact, I was on um, a meeting, a UN mm-hmm. meeting from the Commission of the Status of Women mm-hmm. last March, mm-hmm. and an official from UNFPA, one of the major UN agencies, in the course of his talk, um, he said that the focus of all their efforts are the 12-year-old girl. Jeez. 
And so if you think about that, why is that? Why, mm-hmm. why, 12, why 12 and why the girl? And if, if you dig a little deeper, it's because she holds the key to the future. Yeah. And if they can convince a 12-year-old girl at an age when she's very impressionable, mm-hmm. just heading into puberty, if mm-hmm. you can convince her of the, of the philosophy that sex is her right, she should give it out to anyone she wants to because that's what freedom is about. Jeez. And that if she happens to get pregnant, she can, it's her right to abort her own baby. Um, and that career is more important than raising families. Right. Like all these things come together. And if you can convince a young girl of that, mm-hmm. the trajectory of her whole life will be different. Wow. And honestly, she'll, she'll be scarred and she'll be um, hurt by this yeah. agenda that doesn't teach her the truth. And so when I heard him say that, I was then we're going to rise up for the 12 year old girl. Oh, because if, wow. if we, if they derail girls at age 12, yeah. then the mothers of the future, there'll be fewer mothers mm-hmm. and the mothers that there are will be less prepared and not understanding their power as mothers. Boy, isn't that the truth? And, and empowerment, they're teaching them that all their power is their job, their career. And motherhood is just a byproduct, I guess, because you have the mechanism to do that. <laughs> but it's more about the, the, what, your relevance in the world, which is actually, it's actually not, not nice to women. It's saying that your relevance in the world now is career, have sex with whoever you want, don't be in a committed relationship. It used to be where uh, sex was something that made that relationship into the commitment of marriage because there was there were certain things within the bonds of marriage. But now it's about you're empowered if you give it out to whom you want, even at a very young age. It's the whole twisting of those ideas. It's really messing with kids. It is, and it's not to say that women can't have power and influence in other ways besides motherhood. Of course, they can, and almost almost all women these Mm -hmm. things do, and our opportunities are limitless. But where are young girls today hearing the message that being a mother is valuable both Mm -hmm. to her and to society? Yeah. Almost nowhere. Nope. You know, and so it's it's, it's okay if women pursue other Mm-hmm. besides motherhood but it's in motherhood where they have the most they have the potential to have the most long-lasting power and influence right and that's important and joy <laughs> and joy yes, and joy they miss they miss out on that and because they're not they're not being told that and i can i can appreciate what you're saying because i'm seeing it too and i'm seeing it in a lot of different ways and this youth is 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 being told that um, sex is something that's like a, like a sport. It's like an activity. It's like a sport. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and the emphasis, I think, uh, is what I was trying to say was put more on career. So your emphasis, your worth is more about, well, what did you do? Well, you know, well, who are you? Who do you work for? What do you do? But then families, mm-hmm. the sidebar, you know what I mean? It's like the side, I don't know. It just feels like the side gig. And I think that's, yeah. that's sad. It's sad for the kids too, because uh, I just, I want, I want them to know the joy of, of being a mom. I've had a lot of joy in being a mom and being a, a woman and, um, and having a relationship last and all of those things. So, so what you brought right. to the table, a couple of things. Um, oh, before I go there, I was noticing, and did you notice this too, the emphasis too, even rolling back the age, like at Disneyland, the age of an adult ticket is over the age of 10. And I noticed that a lot of these schools and and a lot of the 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 curriculums and stuff it's it's up to the age of 10 over the age of 10 when did they start to do that did you ever notice that that the, the that it's even getting down to about 10 years old 
Right. I mean, the, I think the purpose for that is twofold. Obviously, they can earn right. more money by lowering the, the yes, the age, of course. But it, yeah. it, 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 there is a more nefarious element to it because if we are inching down the age of what we consider, you know, an adult or mm-hmm. a more mature person, that influences the way we think as a culture. And what I've seen also at the global level, there there are continuous efforts by Planned Parenthood and and others Mm -hmm. to lower the age of consent. I mean, we've heard stories about this, right? Right. Um, And different countries have, and even states have different laws about age of consent. Mm -hmm. But it's it's really, if we're saying that young girls are able to consent to sex, that puts them in a very vulnerable position. It doesn't protect them. It doesn't empower them. It disempowers them because they, they aren't, young girls are not equipped. Mm-hmm. to to decide about, you know, sexual encounters because they don't even fully understand what that's about. And especially if the the man involved is older, mm-hmm. that makes that puts her in a very vulnerable position. And so that is an effort that I think we have to resist. That is so true. Making kids adults so that they can and don't have to have parent consent on on things, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scary, scary, scary. Uh I can't even imagine. Uh we have parents for a reason. Well, yeah, we have parents for a reason. And again, going to the global level, I've learned that the Convention on the Rights of the Child, which almost every nation in the world has ratified except the United States, mm-hmm. frames the child as a a legal entity basically outside of their parents. And it attempts to grant to children all these autonomous rights. We're all in favor of children's rights to be protected and, and valid children's rights and the right to be protected by their parents. But the the term children's children's rights has been mm-hmm. significantly corrupted, and in the CRC, you know, there they are all kinds of rights are asserted, right. like that children should have a right to privacy, meaning they can access you know mm-hmm. any information they want to without their parents' consent. That they should have access to sexual services, you know, and and right. it so kind of grants to children as if they are already autonomous beings. But we all know that they're not. They're That's not. why they have parents. Change can be scary, but staying in the wrong job is even worse. Balance of Nature is hiring for a wide variety of positions, so come join us and find a job that you are bound to love. Here at Balance of Nature, we have a positive atmosphere with friendly faces that work toward the same goal. Balance of Nature offers benefits, including healthy daily lunches at no cost to you, internal company events that add excitement to the work week, access to your very own personal trainer, and other perks to promote a healthy lifestyle. Not to mention opportunities for quarterly bonuses to ensure your hard work doesn't go unrewarded. Balance of Nature is growing at an exceptional rate, and we want you to grow with us. So we offer educational options that help you forge the future you want in the company. Make that change from a job and start a career at Balance of Nature. Go to balanceofnature.com careers for a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature continues to build a future with you in mind. The Ledges Golf Club invites you to join Club 72 for 2023. It's only $149 and opens up a bunch of freebies and discounts. Pass holders get a 20% discount off their rack rate all year long. Pass holders receive one free round of golf. Club 72 pass holders also receive two free sleeves of Pro V1 Golf Ball. Plus, when you join today, you'll enjoy all of the Club 72 benefits for the remainder of 2022. Call the Ledges Golf Shop for more information. 435-634-4640 or go to Ledges.com. Join Lyle Boss, president of Boss Financial for Safe Money Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. right here.
Or call Lyle Boss now for your complimentary Safe Money book, Safe Money Miracle, at 855-355-7233. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Summer is here and it is hot, hot, hot. Your air conditioner is working hard and maybe struggling to keep you cool. Now is the time to upgrade to a new energy-saving brand system from Air Care Professionals. Get great savings this month on a new air conditioning system and 0% financing options available with approved credit. Air Care Professionals and Bryant are doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Call now, 628-2423, or visit aircarepros.com today. And thanks for voting us Best of Southern Utah four years in a row. There are many reasons you should be using St. George Ink and Toner for ink and toner refills, but the two most important are it's better for the environment and you save money. St. George Ink and Toner will refill your old cartridges saving you money and stopping waste buildup in our landfills. You can be confident in their work because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. At St. George Ink and Toner, you will save money, help the environment, and get the highest quality products. Come by 237 North Bluff Street and see why St. George Ink and Toner is your store for ink and toner. Legendary. That's what Southern Utah has become in the world of Ironman. And that's because of our renowned volunteers. Welcome the Ironman 70.3 World Championship and their legendary competitors once again with our volunteer efforts. The Women's Championship happens Friday, October 28th, with the men's happening Saturday, October 29th. Sign up today at greaterzion.com and click on Ironman. That's greaterzion.com. Become a part of this legendary race. Volatility is just a word, until it isn't. It becomes all too real when market volatility hits your life savings, your retirement nest egg, and all of your future plans. But now isn't the time to panic or make decisions on emotion. It's the time for strategy, vigilance, and leadership. At New Millennium Group, we expect volatility and have strategies built into our plans to help address unexpected events and market downturns. If you are experiencing doubt and are concerned about market volatility, maybe it's time for a second opinion review. When was the last time your portfolio was rebalanced? Are you exposed to market volatility by taking on too much risk? Is your principal protected? Can you afford to suffer large losses? If you're unsure about any of these questions or what to do right now, don't wait. Schedule your complimentary second opinion review today. At New Millennium Group, we believe feeling confident starts with believing in your plan. Call New Millennium Group at 888 or online at yournewmillenniumgroup.com. That's yournewmillenniumgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 577634. Dan Hicks with Paul Zinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic. This is absolutely critical. Notice how she's using broad-spectrum sunscreen. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit takeahealthystand.org. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Lady Madonna, children at your feet. Wonder how you manage to make ends meet. Who finds the money when you pay the rent? Did you think that money was heaven sent? 
Welcome back. Kate Daly Show for you. Recorded live show today. And uh, this is an interview you have not heard. It's live uh, recorded. And, by the way, go get the commemorative coin, please. Uh, we really need your help. Um, I wouldn't be asking if we didn't need it. And if you like this show and want it to continue... If you want us to be able to do the things we need to do so that uh, the listening isn't interrupted and that we can deal with all the hacking that we're getting and all the issues that we're getting, please help us out. Sometimes we have to invest in the kind of uh, shows we want. And I know that it's fun when it's you know free on the radio, but we have to invest in, in our own uh, freedom of speech and our own truth to shore it up against uh, those uh, forces that would like to take it away. So uh, we're an independent show, and the coin is a silver coin, 99 bucks. And I know 99 bucks is a lot. It seems like a lot to, to a lot of people. I get that. But you're also putting money back in your pocket. So a T-shirt or a hat wouldn't have the same effect, um, you know, as far as putting money back in your pocket like this would. This is investing in metals. Please do this. Uh, and and I just, I think silver's going to go up. That's my personal opinion. And uh, you're going to be grateful you did, but you're also helping Truth and Radio. Please grab a couple if you can. Um, silver coins, please. And uh, maybe even for Christmas, uh, for some of those you love. Go to go to katedallyradio.com and pick up the coin that's right there on the top. Click and click and order and they'll drop ship it today. Thank you. Um, also, uh, my pillow. Make sure and go to mypillow.com. Grab some good Christmas gifts right now. Put those away for a few months until Christmas. You'll love the MyPillow products and uh, you'll just, you'll love them. I can't even say enough about the quality. I'm in love with the quality and I tell people about them off the air all the time. But you're going to get up to 90% off. They're practically giving it to you. So, and their new slippers are amazing. The slides, great gift for somebody you love. And you're helping Truth and Radio. So, mypillow.com, code word Kate. Code word Kate, K-A-T-E. My guest is Kimberly Ells. The Invincible Family is the book. And this book uh, is making its way uh, everywhere. In fact, I'll tell you something. It's a great it's a great premise. It's that fight for the family. And we need a lot of warriors on this front because if we lose that, we lose our we lose everything. You lose the family. That's the nucleus of the of the world. And so we've got to fight for our families. There is a concerted effort against them right now. And we'll talk about that. Kimberly, we need our families more than ever, right? Autonomous, that's the goal eventually, but, yeah. but they need people who are older, wiser, and who love them oh. to help them along the way. Amen. I'm talking with Kimberly Ells, the author of The Invincible Family, why the, why the Global Campaign to Crush Motherhood and Fatherhood Can't Win. There really has been a concerted effort to crush motherhood and fatherhood. I've seen it in a lot of different ways in the movies we watch, in the TV. It's parents are stupid, kids are smarter, and kids need to just be allowed to just do what they're going to do. And uh, and it's really, it's really hard to watch. Sure. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's two kind of mindsets in society that... that mm-hmm family that society should be uh, constructed in a private manner with private enterprise, private ownership, private responsibility, right? And then there's kind of another view that's more collectivist in nature, even even communist in nature to the the farthest degree. Mm -hmm. And so there's this kind of continual battle between those two kind of extremes or different ideals that continually plays out. And um, this is one of the things... Thinking about this is what, one of the things that compelled me to write the book is because when I realized that when, when a baby is born, it comes out of its own mother, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And that's how we know who it belongs to. Right. Now, the mother does not own her child. We don't use that language because that's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. But it does, the child does belong 
right to its mother which is a lot more spiritual that's a lot that's a lot more spiritual rather than owning belonging is belonging to a family it's more spiritual in nature which i love (laughs) right it's that family core from the opposite point of view the child has claim on its own parents those those particular parents belong to the child and the child you know, has a certain right mm-hmm. um, to be cared for by the people who produce it, mm-hmm. who create it. Sure. And so there's there's an elemental uh, kind of essence of right, but even deeper than that, just belonging that happens when a child is, is born of a woman. And it's always from a woman. Yes. And so you may have a question about who the father of a child is. There's rarely a question about who the mother is. True. So that puts her in a really unique position of of belonging the child belongs to her and so because of that if the woman then says this child belongs to me and there's almost nobody who's willing to challenge a mother <laughs> who gave birth and say no the child isn't yours like right. we all traditionally through history have respected that mm-hmm. because it's inherent sure you know sure and so if she says this child is mine mm-hmm. that is private belonging and that speaks to the private organization of society. In fact, I assert in the book, and I strongly believe, that it's the bond and the connection of mother and child that maintains the world as a privately oriented uh, system. Love that. Rather than the collectivist system. In fact, there's a, there's a feminist that I quote in my book extensively who, who says that's the whole problem, the bond between mothers and children. We haven't been able to eliminate that. That's why collectivism and socialism has never worked successfully long term. Like she points wow. that out and she's absolutely right. Yeah. And that's on purpose. And, and if you're a God fearing person, as mm-hmm. I am, yeah. that's intentional on God's part. You know, right. he designed anatomy so that it would orient society in a private way. Because the family has then becomes its own little private entity. I love it's, it. You know, interdependent somewhat on society around it, but that the mother and the father are responsible for the children. They manage their own work and finances and everything. Mm-hmm. They're a private entity. And that's because of the anatomy of women. And um, that's significant. And yes. no one really thinks about that, but that is the great preserver of privatization is motherhood. I've never even really thought about it. Honestly, I've done many shows on these kinds of topics because I'm really outspoken about the family. And I, I have never really thought about it that way that, you know, there's a reason that we weren't just dropped in fields and raised by a group, <laughs> a tribe, a group, exactly. right? It's because it was, it was designed this way. You had a mother, you had a father that would be there because it takes two, um, no matter what anyone thinks, it takes two. And, uh, and that it was designed to be that way. And the mother gives that, those babies, uh, certain, uh, you know, certain things, uh, even genetically and biologically and everything else. And so does the father. The father has certain traits that they extend to that baby as well, but it wouldn't work mm-hmm. in a tribe. Kids being raised in a tribe wouldn't work it, as the right, collective. It wouldn't work. And if, if they just popped up somewhere, mm-hmm. most children would die. Right. You know? Right. And so a kind and loving God has nestled new people into mm-hmm. what we've come to call families because that gives them a place of connection and belonging from the very first moments of their lives. And, and you know, that's what, when the family breaks down, that's often what people are missing and they go searching for is a sense of belonging. Right. And God intended to give that to everyone through their family Love right it. from the get-go. It's, it's a beautiful plan. And um, when, it, when it works correctly, it, it, you know, it's the best system that could be instituted 
to mm-hmm. take care of the most people most of the time. It doesn't always work flawlessly. Mm-hmm. We know that some families, all families have issues and problems. None of them are perfect. Right. But almost all parents cherish and love their children, and they sure. want to care for them and defend them. That's almost universal. And so families accomplish that. That is so true. You know, Hillary, ugh, uh, Hillary used to say, uh, I have a, just a natural reaction whenever that name comes up, but Hillary used to say it takes a village. What they didn't say was it takes a village of families <laughs> because it's not the village right. raising the kids. It's the families raising the kids and families make up communities and that makes up a country. That's, that's the essence yes. of a country, right? The nucleus. Yes, it is. And I like to modify that Hillary statement to say it takes a village to support a mother. Yeah, it's true. A, it, you know, the village rallies around the mother and the father so that they can provide their children. Obviously, we need some outside to support at times. And so, yes, a village of families. I like the way you put that. Yeah, a village. We we get we and and you know, to a lot of people, that phrase would have sounded good. Oh yeah, we all got to chip in. Well, nobody has the kind of influence that the parents have, even though the influence from friends and family can be great. But we don't really you don't have the influence and the teaching and the caring like you do from a parent. And so I love the fact that you're talking about, you know, that baby comes from that mother and you know who that mother is because that mother is so important. No wonder the attack on women and then the attack on the family. Because in order to get to the family, you have to have the attack on women. And that started in the late 60s. Mm-hmm. You, you have this huge attack trying to, trying to tell women that they are something over here and their power is over here. And what they need to do is be over here, away from their families. Really? I mean, it kind of mm-hmm. seems like that. Jeez. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and they've been very cunning and persuasive at making, right. making that case you know, and luring women away from what most women eventually find is the most fulfilling mm-hmm. and purposeful part of their lives, which is motherhood Jeez. and family. You know, you said um, something too about it's the family that's at the obstacle. The feminist was saying it's the obstacle in our way. They still cannot penetrate that completely. They're trying and they're and, and a lot of it's working. They're trying to do it, but they, they can't because uh, they can't compete. Right. They can't offer anything. That's the equivalent of what a mother and baby, what a mother to her family is, but it is the obstacle right. in the you way. Yeah. You can't duplicate it. You can't replicate it. And really it's almost impossible to break. I mean, after a baby is born, yeah, that relationship is unbreakable. Like no matter, even if the mother dies or something tragic happens, like that baby still belongs to that mother. It, yeah. it, it just is, you know? Yeah. And so no one, no one can fill that role. Now I'm not saying that in cases of adoption, that's of course yeah. a very it's, noble situation in mm-hmm. which a child whose mother has, is not there to take care of it. Then of course a loving society right. has a mechanism to care for that child. Right. And, you know, it's appropriate that the, the baby would, would attach to its adoptive Absolutely. mother. And so I, I'm not, <laughs> I just want to be clear, I'm not against, yeah. you know, adoption. No, I think people threat. understand but that. adoption follows the model mm-hmm. of the biological family, yeah. that a child should yeah. belong to someone, not just thrown into, you know, that's why the orphanage uh, situation, no one likes that because we all know that it's not best for children. The best mm-hmm. situation is to be in a family. Oh, that's a great point. And I think people realize, realize that too, um, when you're saying that is because the mother then becomes, um, you know, the mother then becomes that mother to that baby as if that baby came out of her. And that is such a, cru- mm-hmm. cr- it's a crucial role. 
but it's still that role that doesn't change. And so uh, I like that, that, that you're, uh, that you're saying that because I think people will really, um, understand this, I think from this angle. And like you said, you know, women's, women's power really is in, in, in the family. I know there's going to be a lot of women that say it's their career, but it's really in the family. I don't see too many obituaries that say, gee, I wish my job would have been better. I would have, it's always the family is talked about and the family relationships. And if we, if we let them destroy this core nucleus I, I, I don't even want to even think about what that would be like, honestly. I can't imagine a world where that would be, but in their plans, I'm sure they've outlined. My guest is Kimberly Ells, and of course, the book, The Invincible Family, uh, and with the subtitle, Why the, Why the Global Campaign to Crush Motherhood and Fatherhood Can't Win. And I have to say, I um, completely agree. We have got to work a lot harder in this in order to stop what is happening to our families, what's going on. It's a concerted effort. We'll come right back. We'll talk. uh, We have some more points to make, and you're going to want to hear this. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Glad you're listening today. KateDalyRadio.com. KateDalyRadio.com. prepper your whole life or just decided to become a prepper within the last 30 days information is the most valuable commodity and the experts at your family still matters have been prepping for over 30 years new product is arriving daily and you can subscribe to their newsletter for updates and specials call 628-7042 that's 628-7042 or come by your family still matters under the big yellow sign that says paintball food storage and violins There are many reasons you should be using St. George Ink and Toner for ink and toner refills, but the two most important are it's better for the environment and you save money. St. George Ink and Toner will refill your old cartridges, saving you money and stopping waste buildup in our landfills. You can be confident in their work because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. At St. George Ink and Toner, you will save money, help the environment, and get the highest quality products. Come by 237 North Bluff Street and see why St. George Ink and Toner is your store for ink and toner. Wow. So this is the dream house you've been telling me about with the two master bathrooms. <laughs> Where'd you find out about it? LivingStGeorge.com, the one I've been telling you about all week. <laughs> they have every local house for sale, backed up by pros that live and work right here in our neighborhoods. <laughs> so I saw this home. I fell in love. Should I be jealous? LivingStGeorge.com referred me to an agent that made sure we paid a fair price and smoothed out the buying process. So we get the home of our dreams. Aw, a home you want at the price we're willing to pay. <laughs> I guess it is time for me to check out livingstgeorge.com. You were right. I'm sorry, what was that? You were right. Do you own a small business that's ready to take the next step and really grow? Could you use advice and guidance from proven business leaders? Would some additional cash make the difference? If you answered yes, then listen closely. The State Bank Business Challenge will take place in October on the campus of Southern Utah University as part of the One Utah Summit. The purpose of the business challenge is to identify and support high potential early stage businesses. $25,000 in cash and additional prizes will be awarded. 
all entrepreneurs are encouraged to enter and have their ideas heard and evaluated. To get more information, simply Google State Bank Business Challenge. There is no fee to enter and the application deadline is October 2nd. State Bank of Southern Utah is proud to sponsor the Business Challenge and continue helping small businesses grow and thrive in Southern Utah. State Bank of Southern Utah, where local decisions produce better results. Member FDIC. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship? Are you sick of the pill and all the side effects? Well, welcome to the future. We have a major medical breakthrough. Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. Backed by 60 clinical studies, our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We've helped countless men get rid of their ED. But what is the true end result? Their relationship, even their lives, improve drastically. If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now, and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550, and it's free to callers right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now. 435-922-7000. I am fighting a hard battle. I know my enemy, but I can't see it. Every day there are new challenges to face. And I have to find the courage to arm myself against the opposition. I don't have to fight the battle alone. I have St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Every year, thousands of children are stricken with cancer and other deadly diseases. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, doctors and scientists are working to find cures to combat these illnesses and give kids hope for a healthy, happy tomorrow. You can join their battle during the combined federal campaign by selecting 0560. Your contribution to St. Jude will make you a hero to some of the country's bravest soldiers. With your help, I can face the challenges. I will defeat the enemy. I will win this battle. For more information, call 1-800-822-6344 or log on to www.stjude.org. St. Jude is a CFC participant, number 0560. Miracles occur every day for sick children in our community. I have chronic granulomatous disease, which is an immune deficiency disease. A brain tumor. But they need your help to keep those miracles happening. Leukemia. Hi, I'm Freddie. Support courageous children battling life-threatening illness and become a miracle maker today. Learn more and donate at cmnhospitals.org. Thank you. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I was alone, I took a ride, I didn't know what I would find there. Another road where maybe I could see another kind of mind Back. Hey, Daly Show. My guest, uh, this is a pre-recorded live interview, and my guest is Kimberly Ells. She is the author of The Invincible Family, and I can't wait to get back to this because this is such a huge topic. I don't think we realize the importance and relevance of this topic because it truly is the, the nucleus of the world, is the family. And uh, they would like to destroy it. 
And so um, I also wanted to mention um, balance of nature. Look, there is no better food supplement. There is no better. I, I haven't found one. This one is, it had everything on the list that I was looking for when I was doing my homework. And this is truly the one that helps the most. And I know so many people, I'm surrounded by so many people that just love it, will not go without it. Balanceofnature.com, balanceofnature.com. Put in the code Kate, you're going to get 35% off and free shipping and a free health coach uh, to talk to if you want to. And also um, you're going to get healthier. Your immune system is going to get healthier. More importantly, please go and get Balance of Nature and do yourself a favor going into the fall and winter. Please. This will help you so much. Get it for a friend. Get it for a loved one. Have your kids take it. This is going to help them shore up their immune system um, and stay away from illness. And I just I just love this product. And it will give them energy through the day. It's amazing. Balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. I'm, I'm talking with guest uh, Kimberly Ells. Her great book, The Invincible Family, you must get it. Great reviews. And it's really, truly about the family. Right. Well, there, in my book, I talk about uh, a modern family. I talk about what, some feminists from the 70s and the, the kind of foundation they laid. And I talk about a more modern feminist named Sophie Lewis. Mm-hmm. And she talks about, openly about family abolition and, and all this stuff. And I just read this week mm-hmm. that she's coming out with a new book in a, in a few days called Abolish the Family. What? And so this, oh, is, wow. this has traditionally been a somewhat of a extreme feminist view, a fringe feminist view. Mm-hmm. Um, but sadly, it's, it's inching more and more into the mainstream and it's, it's definitely being funneled into our school systems, this way of thinking. I talk about that at great lengths in the book. And so I, the onslaught of just open family, uh, abolition language mm-hmm. is really exploding. And I, I think that's, that's alarming. And we need to not just brush that aside as, oh, that's, that's just some crazy person talking. No, it's not. There's yeah. a core group of people who really do want to crush the family. They see that the woman is the target. Just like I said, like at the UN meeting that I referred to, mm-hmm. the 12-year-old girl, they yeah. see where the power is and they're aiming at it. Jeez. Oh, it. Oh, Kimberly, uh, the book is uh, The Invincible Family, of course, and uh, with the subtitle, uh, Why the Global Campaign to, cr- uh, to Crush Motherhood and Fatherhood Can't Win. And I like the resolve of it can't win, it's not going to win, because we cannot let it. But most people are not aware that there is a concerted, a concerted nefarious plan to destroy. And I mean, not just... Not just take it apart or not just lessen the bonds, but destroy the idea of what a family is. Because it's amazing now all the new definitions of family and, and anything's a family and everything's a family. And, and we take away, uh-huh. too, from that those, those very special bonds as a family. Adoption, no adoption, it doesn't matter. Those are special bonds as a family unit. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the effort, too, is to, like you said, culturally dismantle the family. Mm-hmm. And one thing I, I hit on particularly in, in some of my writing is destroying the family legally. And there's some specific yes. movements that are at work in society that are working to kind of unhinge parental rights. Like right. we've said that, oh, of course, the child belongs to its mother. But there are movements afoot that are working to destroy, to say that it's not legitimate, that a mother doesn't or shouldn't have claim on, on her own child. And, and we have to guard against that at all costs. Now, there is, there is a hopeful message here because, you know, like I say in the subtitle of the book, that the global campaign to crush the family can't win. And right. it really can't right. uh, if, if then, in the ultimate sense. Like, 
there can be certain families who are very affected and a culture can dethrone the family and mm-hmm. a lot of pain and anguish can come from that. Right. But the thing is, the thing that's going to survive all else is the family. And if you think about it, that's always been the case. Whatever world wars or problems or, you know, mm-hmm. famines or discord, like all those things are horrible. Right. And then what, what has still persisted? Even if, even if civilizations have fallen and di- dictatorships have fallen, what has persisted? Right. The family right. in almost every culture, every, everywhere. And that's because it's biologically rooted in our own anatomy, done purposely by God. Right. So as long as there's a, a man and a woman who create a baby, mm-hmm. there's a new hope. There's a new family, and it will just keep rising Again, kind of like the phoenix, you know, from the ashes. The family truly is invincible because it's the one organization that replicates itself. It doesn't take any laws. It doesn't take any government. The family predates the state, and it will outlast the state. The family, you know, is prime. The state is secondary, and that's that's rooted in biological realities. And so it's really a beautiful and a hopeful thing. Oh, I like that because yes, the the state, uh, the the feds tried to get their hooks in it, but it really is. It's predated, so it is that unit uh, created by God, which I absolutely love about the family. What is the end game? What do you want people to know about where where this end game lands? I mean, where do they see the end game? Do you think? What's their win in well, this? I'm- so you mean the opposition? Yeah, they, like what does their win look like? Is it is it kids uh, taken from families and raised by the state? Wait, what is the end game for them? What are they shooting for? Yeah, I mean, in the ultimate sense, it would be family would become essentially irrelevant, and that the state would take responsibility, especially through education, for the raising and of human beings for the first you know, two Jeez. two decades of their lives until they become autonomous. And that, to me, is just the most heinous, tasteful loveless, horrible uh, thing, you know, and, and I don't think we're just, that would be very difficult to achieve a familyless society. That's what I'm saying. Like the, mm-hmm. the family is such an obstacle to that, but there are great, great strides going forward right now. And so, yes, their goal would be a, basically a familyless society. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Shalama Firestone in the seventies went so far as to say that we need to, uh, bring about artificial reproduction so that babies are just born to no one, you know, we just, just are able to produce tubes. them. So that mothers don't have to have the great difficulty and the uh, great um, inequality of having to bear children. Oh the way she says it. So, but that's the more extreme way. That's, right. that's really not going to happen. Right. And I really believe that mothers and fathers will not let that happen. You know that mm-hmm. uh, will mothers and fathers of the world are going to rise up and 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 take responsibility for their own kids because they love them, and it's almost impossible to stamp out that kind of love and connection. That is so, so true. Um, no, a familyless society, that's, that's a, a sad, bad end to the story, but so many people think that that's how we would achieve equality. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And oh, we wouldn't scary. have power dynamics that exist in families. But the thing is, that doesn't solve the problem, because mm-hmm. as long as there are multiple people in a room, mm-hmm. power dynamics are going to be asserted. Yeah. They just are. Right. That's human nature. Right. And so by establishing families, we put people in a position of connection rather than competition, which is going to lead to their survival and hopefully their ultimate joy. 
I love that. And the reason I asked was because maybe if parents understand what their end game is and what they're headed to, if they could have everything they wanted on their wish list and know that the Mm -hmm. culture is is going in this direction as far as is there's a lot of things in the school levels that are that are being taught that are that are just. That, that follow along with this, right? Um, just like the media, you know, parents are stupid, kids are smarter, you don't need your parents kind of kind of situation. If we really understand the end game, maybe that will wake some people up out there to really start being in this fight because we better be in this fight now and not wait because if we wait, it's too late. It's too late if we don't do what we need to do to, about this. I, I can't imagine. Right. Yeah, and I, I write lots of articles and I focus on just the kind of things that you said about how especially through education and schools, Mm -hmm. the families just chipped and chipped and chipped away. The social emotional learning programs are a key tool to let the, to make the school the purveyor of right, uh, or excuse me, of um, values rather than the family and the parents. And it slowly, slowly happens. And then there's a huge push right now for what's called community schools. And it sounds kind of lovely that these schools are going to be one-stop shops with medical care and and it usually does sound good (laughs) all the counseling Mm -hmm. that you need what does that sound like that's that's communistic in nature that's collectivist and it's it's at its core anti-family the family is responsible to provide those things for the child most of us send our children to school Mm -hmm. to learn academically and obviously there's a social aspect to it as well Mm-hmm. The families just chipped and chipped and chipped away. The social emotional learning programs are a key tool to let the, to make the school the purveyor of right uh, or excuse me of um, values right. rather than the family and the parents. And it slowly, slowly happens. And then there's a huge push right now for com- what's called community schools. And it sounds kind of lovely that these schools are going to be one-stop shops with medical care. And, and it usually does sound and good. <laughs> all the you know, right. counseling that your mm-hmm. child can need. What does that sound like? That's, right. that's communistic it, in nature. That's collectivist. It and it's, it's at its core anti-family. The family is responsible to provide those things for the child. Most of us send our children to school mm-hmm. to learn academically and obviously there's a social aspect to it as well but we don't most parents don't send our children to school so that the school can then inculcate them with what they think you know a good a good right. global citizen looks like which is the stated uh, goal of of at least many of the un and other programs oh, so, so you're true. right we have to be vigilant if anything starts to infringe on the family we have to be aware of that and and uh, push back and teach our kids when it's happening too. I don't think we do that enough. I don't think we're explaining them to them enough that, that these things are, especially when they're, when it's an appropriate age to say these things are happening mm-hmm. and that this is what the culture, this is where the culture is going so they can identify it and, and start to fight it too, because we're, we're going to be in a heap of trouble. I mean, g- girls are already at the point where like, ah, I don't know if I want to get married or ever have kids. I just want a career and, and nothing wrong with a career, but the joy is with the family. Sorry to say, I, you know, it might offend somebody out there. I don't care. I, the joy is in family. It always will be. It was God designed that way. So, oh, it's so it's yeah. so hard. I love that you're in this fight. Thank you. And I, I love that you said that we need, need to be teaching our children. Above all else, I mean, there's a lot of things we need to do policy-wise and, mm-hmm. and, you know, with local governments and school boards and things. But the most basic, the most important solution has to be and always will be teaching our children in the home. teaching them about all these movements and just at our core, what we believe is right about sex, 
gender, marriage, the family, you know, all the principles that we adhere to. Like that can't be a side note to (laughs) all the other activities that we're doing in our families. Like we're at a point where we have to teach in a loving and consistent way Mm -hmm. all the time, you know, and be, be there for kids, help them navigate this, this landmine of culture, you know, that they're, they're in. And, and the the thing is we can be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, not that our children will listen every time or always make the decisions that we hope, but, but for, for the most part, we can remain the greatest uh, influencer in our children's lives and through establishing relationships with them and then mm-hmm. teaching them in an ongoing way. And we have that power. We can do it. That is so true. The only thing I would add, because I know we're at the end, the only thing I would add is is that um, don't wait for them to bring it up. They're not going to. They're being slammed with a lot of ideas at school and a lot of ideas in our culture and on TikTok and on, on videos and stuff and in the media and movies. And so it's like pornography. You don't you don't ask them if they've seen it. You say, you know, when? When did you see it? Because the answer, they'll open up a little bit more. And if you just start talking about this with them and, hey, there's, you know, there's an, kind of an onslaught on, on the youth and the family and you start telling them and talking to them about it, it's amazing, I think, what comes out when you introduce the conversation as if they've already been hearing it. You know what I mean? Because they have. Yeah, because they have. Yeah, yeah. there's there's, uh, opportunities every day just in current events and news Mm -hmm. to to bring these topics up in a natural way, you know, around the dinner table and, you know, at night and do some do some teaching and talking, which is where, where we lay the foundation. Oh, amen. I cannot say it better than that. So the Invincible Family, Why the Global global Campaign to Crush Motherhood and Fatherhood Can't Win by Kimberly Ells. Thanks, Kimberly, for writing this book. And, you know, you brought up some great points. I really hadn't thought from that angle of the privatization of the family unit. You know, I love that because it kind of sheds a whole light on it in a way that I hope people can really, I I know it's going to resonate and it is resonating with people right now, but I just, I love that. And we need, we need our our warriors out there and you're certainly one of them. So I really appreciate you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I really love this book. I also really love the author and the points that she's making, I just, people need to see this maybe in a different way. Maybe that will finally get to them and, and they'll understand what the end game is and then also understand how to fight for these families and then warn our kids, our families, that this is happening. Sometimes it's just really kind of hard, you know, head in sand syndrome, and we don't really understand that what's at stake here. But there are a lot of people with a lot of ideas to uh, to take the family and demolish it, and we really, truly It is. It's like spiritual warfare, physical warfare. It's just, it is an assault on the family. What a great book. The Invincible Family by Kimberly Ells. Grab it. It's really good. A lot of things we didn't mention today. A lot of great points. You'll love it. And, of course, uh, moving on to the next hour, stay with me. KateDallyRadio.com. Go buy the coin, the commemorative coin, Kate Daly Show coin. Help us out. If you can do that on the break, please. KateDallyRadio.com and just click on the coin and and, uh, you'll see it. It's in a beautiful case. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Are you tired of high gas prices and feeling like you have a double car payment every time? I need a good helmet for the banging my head against the wall stage. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
Back in 2016, we put out a call for nominations, trying to capture the diversity of background, of experience, of the American electorate, the people that aren't currently represented. We got over 10,000 nominations. Out of those 10,000 nominations, we found Alexandria. My brother told me that he had sent my nomination in the summer, but I was like literally working out of a restaurant. Welcome. Glad to have you. Kate Daly Show. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hi. I just hope that sunk in. Like, literally. <laughs> I literally hope that that sunk in. Um, in fact, let me just, can I just do this just for kicks and giggles? Just listen to what she actually is saying right here. Because she's talking about AOC. Here we go. Back in 2016, we put out a call for nominations, trying to capture the diversity of background, of experience, of the American electorate, the people that aren't currently represented. We got over 10,000 nominations. Out of those 10,000 nominations, we found Alexandria. My brother told me that he had sent my nomination in the summer, but I was like, oh my gosh, literally like literally out of a restaurant. <laughs> I was literally working out of a restaurant, but here they are looking for diversity and experience. And out of 10,000 people, she working in a restaurant was the best they had. AOC. They hired her as an actress to be a congressperson. They had a casting call. Yeah. I just let that sink in. You know, it's kind of sad that she's Hispanic instead of black. Otherwise, she could be a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, gosh. But we were just saying this on the air in a local hour. You know, Kamala Harris is kind of like the worst example for affirmative action. Yeah. That's what brought, that's what got us Kamala. Her own party hated her so badly that she had to drop out first (laughs) out of the race. Her own party hated her that bad. Okay. So, (laughs) you know what? I just really hope that. It sinks in that if you can be bold enough to advertise a casting call for a congressperson with money and ties and relationships that would make it possible that you could unseat an incumbent with this casting call move, put somebody in the role of congressperson that like literally like works at like a restaurant (laughs) that... This would become your congressperson and then reelected congressperson, never going anywhere congressperson as she does what she's told to do. But I don't think the founding fathers ever perceived that we would have casting calls and then the money would be behind the casting call and that you would be playing a part like an actress. Now, don't you wonder how many casting calls have taken place in just more discreet terms? Because we're pretty much identifying everybody in Washington. Yeah, I don't think t- I don't think there's any more than four hundred and thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yep, five hundred and thirty-five. Let's be fair. Well, that's <laughs> if you include the Senate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to be fair. Pretty much, the casting call goes on there too. Um, it's it. I, I just 
wanted that to sink in because I was looking through some theme songs from yesteryear and just remembering that one and remembering the intro lead in for the show and just being so appalled that they they were so proud of themselves. They even made a commercial about it and they put it out there because they were so excited mm-hmm. about inviting 10,000 people in AOC, like literally working at a restaurant was like the biggest and brightest they could find. For, to play the part of liberal congressperson. So, yeah. just... Okay. Um, just making sure I don't live in crazy town, but I do. And um, there's a couple of things. New York is having a bit of an issue. Again. Do you, would you ever go to New York now? I just, I'm just asking as a friend. Would you ever, would you ever go to New York well, on vacation? I would. You would? I would, but first I'd go to Syria. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you And if I survive alive. that, then I'll go to New York cuz I'll figure my luck's pretty good. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. So, let me <laughs> That's so good. So, let me say this. Um New York, they they were talking to people on the street, and they were expressing the fact that they won't go out after 5 o'clock. We're right back to the 80s. Mm -hmm. We're right back to the 70s and 80s when it was totally dangerous, and you couldn't ride the subway because now people are not riding the subway. So why did this happen? Well, this happened uh, two years ago when uh, Cuomo went ahead and uh, changed the bail and changed the fact that all of these people could get out of, of uh, jail without any bail. And so it was kind of like it really didn't matter <laughs> the crime that they were doing. Listen to these crimes. Nonviolent and violent, including second-degree manslaughter, aggravated ve- vehicular assault, third-degree assault, pr- uh, promoting an obs- obscene sexual performance by a child. Criminally negligent homicide, aggravated vehicular homicide, and about a hundred other crimes. No bail. You can just get out. Just get out. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, crime went up. Pretty significant amount. Like, just, you know, crime kept going up. And this is what the police officer's wife, uh, the the one that was slain, because there's two, uh, just recently, but she was just saying... It's your policies. It's your policies. And so um, this, I thought that was kind of interesting for the kinds of crimes, right? Like the kinds of crimes that they were doing that for. Yeah, that is interesting. And it sounds to me like it would be the, if you're marrying somebody for their money, it's the perfect place to honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Biden made... Uh, or his double, made a pit stop over in New York. And the New Yorkers interviewed, it was so interesting to see how many people are just so aware of of the trickery and all the crap that we've had to deal with. And all of all the comments were, it's a total show. It means nothing. Nothing will be done because our state is going in the toilet and we don't know what to do about it because we can't even go out after five o'clock now and it's dangerous out there. Now, what are we going to do? Didn't they learn anything from Giuliani? (laughs) Not a thing. No. What were those angel guys called? Remember with the little berets? Um... Remember the angels? Guardian, the guardian angels. Yeah, remember them? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a big thing in the 80s. Well, they're still around. Yeah. Oh, 
The the guy who started it was recently on television. Ah. I believe he was talking about running for mm. for the mayor of yeah. the city of New yeah. York also. Because when when they were looting the cities in New York and Chicago and stuff, they would be able to loot, they'd get out and they'd go back looting again. And so it was just like this little circular crime spree going on and of course they didn't want to do anything about that, right? Cuz this is this is how the insane left works with crime is they don't they don't want to like that's why you can steal anything right seattle um you could steal a car i mean basically you can steal and no nobody does a thing about it there's like a criteria checklist for um uh like if you were in a restaurant and somebody was like going berserk you would call the police and just say like what hey you know you might want to get over i don't know how this is going to escalate what's going to happen and they would say yeah but is he pointing a gun in your face yeah and if he's not we're not going to show right and then in san francisco if you buy if you take anything under 950 dollars, that's considered a-okay and and i love the store that went ahead and said everything in our store is is 951 dollars on the price tag (laughs) And then when you got to the register, they would discount it down to the normal price so that people could get accused of theft if they were going to steal from the business. Love that. People always find a way. Yeah. But but this crime that's going on in New York and, of course, going down the toilet with all of the things they were doing with COVID and basically offing people in the hospitals and then locking their city down to where zero tourism was happening for a year and a half. And then now with the crime, do they actually think people are going to visit New York? You got to feel for these people that live there that are, are caught in this and have to move because your city's going in the toilet. Would any of you want to go to New York right now? Would you plan a vacation there? Do you know where everyone's going? Florida. Yeah. Everybody's going to Florida. AOC went to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) To find a date. Somebody that would date her. Um, No one's going there anymore. So they don't think anything's going to be done. But I just wondered if any of you would be planning a trip there would be wanting to go there do you, when you hear these things would would you really want i don't know chicago you know here this is a state that we're live in right now but there's so much going on there makes one wonder doesn't it and it and it, it makes you kind of rethink right i mean right now on vacation i was actually looking for the end of this year uh, florida because it keeps cropping up and even florida has its issues listen to chris ann hall yesterday Chris Ann Hall yesterday was, you know, talking about she's back up to the Capitol to try to fight, you know, the the we're uh, freedom on the outside, but not all on the inside kind of approach. And, and so she was up there fighting. But um, New York is a little, you know, cesspool. And I, I anyway, a uh, high caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Absolutely not. You wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think I would either. You can, you can put every other big city down there, too. Yeah, I think so. Too. I just in my. In my in my my little home, mm-hmm. there's about twenty thousand people. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Ah, uh, good now, on you. Yeah, jo- I heard George Soros was behind a lot of these prosecutors getting elected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his money buys a lot of things, lots of opinions, and lots of prosecutors, and lots of judges. Sure, that's a bad actor. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he is not in chains. Yeah, just if I use my fists or my firearms mm-hmm. to harm somebody, mm-hmm. I am in big trouble. Yeah. Now, if you use your money or your influence, mm-hmm. prosecutors, mm-hmm. they ought to be in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Thank you. I agree. Um, 
yeah, I just well, got a feel for them. I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, there used to be laws about how money could be used in elections. <laughs> used to be. They got wiped out along yeah. the way, you know. Yeah, it's so true. And I, I'm really not trying to be, like, fearful like the people that run around with a mask and gloves. I, I, what I'm trying to say is you're hearing a lot about these very, very liberal cities in the toilet right now. Would you visit any of them? Because I know I wouldn't. I, I know that uh, that is not where I would plan on going at all in America right yeah. now, and I feel bad about that. But uh, uh, Of course, whether you visit or not can depend a lot on your attire. <laughs> you know, like how much body armor can you carry? <laughs> can you get it through TSA? Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Of course you can join the conversation. 888-673-1450. Be right back. Are you someone who loves to have checklists? Someone who goes through each day checking off tasks and in return, leaving you feeling accomplished? If this sounds like you, then apply to be the Quality Control Inspector at Balance of Nature. As the Quality Control Inspector, you will investigate areas in the company, including ethics and customer service quality, to identify areas of improvement while using checklists. This full-time position's pay is determined on experience and has opportunities for quarterly bonuses with benefits, including healthy daily lunches at no cost to you, many internal company events that add excitement to your work week, and access to your very own personal trainer. With a fun and friendly atmosphere, you know you deserve to work for a company that you can love, that loves you back. Go to balanceofnature.com slash careers to see a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature builds a future with you in mind. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I have a pretty serious question for you. I think you're going to want to think about. I want you to ask yourself, what am I going to do to guarantee that I'll have adequate inflation-hedged income that I can't outlive? It's not a comfortable thing to think about, but it is important. Why not make sure your financial future income is growing and will last as long as you do? I want you to join Lyle Boss for Safe Money Radio. It's heard right here every week. And Lyle specializes in no-market-risk retirement strategies with a guarantee of principal, guaranteed growth, and income you can never outlive. Also, if you call Lyle right now, you'll get your own complimentary customized safe money information kit and Lyle's latest book, The Safe Money Miracle. Call 855-355-SAFE. Call Lyle Boss of Boss Financial and Insurance Services right now for your free safe money information kit and his new book, The Safe Money Miracle. 855-355-SAFE. 855-355-7333. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Stop suffering with pain. Tune in Mondays and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. for the Be Pain-Free Radio Show, featuring nationally renowned chiropractic specialist Dr. Ward Wagner. You've seen Dr. Wagner as a guest on the hugely popular TV show, The Doctors, and his knowledge of cutting-edge, non-surgical, drug-free pain solutions is unsurpassed. Listen to Dr. Ward Wagner Mondays and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. for the Be Pain-Free Radio Show, brought to you by Dixie Chiropractic, right here on St. George News Radio. 
1450 KZNU. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him uh, Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. The craziest thing was believing that your dad knew everything. So as a dad, you felt like you had to know everything. You had to get everything right. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then, you know, it kind of starts to work itself out. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I'm Ed Harrell with your kindness moment. If you want to take a look at what some of the finest companies in customer service have in common, I'll tell you. Take a look at the Nordstroms, the FedExes, the Ritz-Carltons, the L.L. Beans. Peel back the layers and here's what you'll find. You'll find a culture based on values that permeates from the top of these companies through their employees and to their customers. These values involve the way that both customers and employees are treated, an admission statement that hangs in their lobby. Every interaction, every engagement, every motion is executed with a particular intention based on those values. They have a mission, they know what it is, and they keep it top of mind. It's often referred to as constancy of purpose. Companies that have a mission, a constancy of purpose, stand out from the others. To learn more, check us out at thekindnessrevolution.net. This hour of the show is pre-recorded. Hi, everybody. This is really important. This new limited coin, it's only going to be up for a short time. I really want you to have one. Please help and invest in truth right now. We need you. All hands on deck. We also need this show to expand. We also need this show to show, shore itself up against all the attacks that it's undergoing online and with everything else we're having to deal with right now. Please help Freedom of Speech. We're one of the very, very rare shows that's still on the dial that gets to say what we, we get to say what we want. We don't have uh, a bunch of people telling us what parameters to stay in or what to talk about. So if you like the show... And if you want us to keep going, please help us out and go get a collector's coin or a couple of them. Please keep us on the air. And it's the only fundraiser we've done in 10 years, and it's modeled after the first coin ever, ever uh, done in the United States, Lady Liberty. It also says be faithful, be fearless on it, because we're going to need that message more than ever now. Please go to katedallyradio.com and get a collector's coin while they last. Thank you. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You keep saying you got something for me. Something you call love, but confess. You've been a messin' where you shouldn't have been a messin'. And now someone else is getting all your best. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show, 888-673-1450. That phone number again, 
1450. Got Uncle Milty here. And uh, I always love your phone calls. I really do. They're always so good. And um, I also wanted to mention my pillow. My pillow has a three day sale right now. Three days. <laughs> so I would hit this hard. 72% off on the towels. And the towels are fantastic. They wash perfectly. They uh, absorb all the water. And they're still soft and fluffy. And so maybe you haven't replaced them in a while. (laughs) I'm just guessing. You might want to take advantage of this. 72% off. They've never done a sale like this on the towels. And it only lasts uh, for these three days. So take advantage of it. It, You have to put in the code uh, Kate when you get to MyPillow.com, code Kate. MyPillow.com, they have every color. I love the white ones personally, but they have every color and they wash perfectly and they maintain their fluffiness and they just look like big hotel towels. I mean, they're the the highest quality towels and you can get 72% off for the next three days. Put in the code Kate. It's so good. Seriously. Um, I just loved all the products they have. They really did pick the best ones. Um, so, uh, we were just talking about violence and wondering where you guys are going or not going because, uh, people are trying to plan vacations and try to have a normal year. And I just wondered what, what's going on there with everybody. Um, there's a couple of things in the news. They keep writing about Michelle Obama. <laughs> Michael Obama, um, wanting to put himself, her, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I just did that herself in office. And, um, and how do people feel about, they're like trying to gauge the temperature of the nation. You like he, right? <laughs> so I, I, it's like having the same qualifications as AOC. I'm a quite, why, why her, but, um, him, but in any case, um, you, uh, they keep trying to market her it's evident don't you see that i i keep seeing the articles and and it's like they're pitching her to america again and again and again to try to see i I don't get it well they have to keep promoting her she can't promote herself (laughs) yes she can (laughs) and she does um and also hospitals are uh uh here in the united states are starting to really hire foreign nurses and I don't know how you guys feel about that either, but <laughs> okay. Um, do we need to do that? No, they just got to stop firing the ones that are unvaccinated. That'd be a, a huge plus. Um, so there was that too. And um, also more body, they did a study. I just had to tell you about this. More body fat linked to greater risk of cognitive decline. <laughs> the fatter you are. Whoa. I know. Could you believe that? The fatter you are, I guess. Cognitive decline. Um, so I wanted to mention that too. But um, there were there was there were two great pieces, and then I'm going to take your uh, your Collins. Uh, the first one was the European nations are dismantling the COVID state, and it's really awesome to see this, um, and to see just kind of how they're going about it. And they're asking, will the U.S. follow? Um, I'm not sure we'll follow very fast, but it does seem like people are not complying. So that's good. I like that. And also, take a Liberty Booster. (laughs) So instead of the booster, take a Liberty Booster and start really caring about where your freedom lands with all of this. Because really and truly, I think the people that are speaking out the loudest that realize the train wreck coming, hasn't this always been the way, though? 
when you can see how this plays out and you can picture what the end game is, because not only have they told us and we, I believe them when they say it, but also um, the fact that we have this gift of being able to understand as a populace that understands what's happening, that this doesn't end well. So we use our voice when our voice can be heard, because once you're completely enslaved, you have no voice. So we're pretty good at like trying to ra- trying to ring the alarm bell right now to try to say this is the only direction this can go. It's the only place it's headed. And that's why I, I love all of you, because I know you understand that you get it and that you're 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 trying to go, hey, hey, train's going to crash. Train's going to crash. I can see up ahead. Train's going to crash. And and there's so there there are a segment of, of our society. They're like, nah, we're fine. And so I appreciate you that you have that you have the willingness to speak out. I love that about our audience. Anyway, I love it. What can I say? Hmm. Hmm. What else can you say? What else can I say? No, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I love it. I, lo- I love doing this. I know. I, I do really too. do. I do, too. I think I'd go crazy if I couldn't, actually, if I didn't have some sort of outlet to air the craziness of what's happening on a daily basis. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Uh, you said you were talking about violence. Uh-huh. Okay. I just uh, had an incident happen to me um, moments ago. Mm-hmm. Someone tried to, t- uh, to take my cane and uh hmm. uh with with uh some witnesses they got him and he's on he was an african american and uh i think uh, he had mental issues or whatever mm, wow hmm that's hard uh that's tough well i'm glad they got the guy that's good yes. yeah yeah i'm glad to hear so, that I mean, you're all right just, uh, yeah i'm fine it's just that I I do wish that there was some kind of an education thing for sighted people where whenever they see a person uh, with a cane, mm-hmm. it's not a stick of violence. <laughs> right. It's a cane. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a, cane. a cane. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for that. And I'm glad you're okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank Kate. you. Really appreciate you. Um, glad he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to open up the phone lines because I would like to know um, if there's something that you've learned recently, um, even within the last week, some tidbit, some piece of knowledge that you didn't have before that you want to share with everybody else. Because this really is a show about all of us trying to understand what's happening, what's going on, and what's going to happen. And if you would like to call up and and share something, I would love for you to do that, wouldn't you? Because I I always want to hear from everybody. Absolutely. Um, Because I think all of us are probably watching our share of videos. Probably because you get a lot sent to you and you're probably out there on Facebook and you're probably out there with the news. And, and what have you found? Something that you found that you wish you could go, hey, wait a second. Like, you know, I want people to know this. This mm-hmm. is huge or big or small, whatever. But I think I think understanding that this is a place to share um, good information, not just information, insight. I don't know. I think it's more insight, don't you? I I just I look at it just very simply that you can learn something from everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever you have to say, I, I'm willing to listen. I am too. I am too because you know, 
I was listening to Dr. Shiva, and I'm always asking questions, which I think we all should do, right? And uh, and he was talking about the immune system. He was saying, you know, um, you really have six zones of your immune system, and when you eat sugar, it knocks out two of them. Hmm. And so you're really at a disadvantage. And when people are depressed, especially in the winter, we eat more sugar. <laughs> so a lot of people are apt to probably get a little more sick because of our diet, because of the things we turn to when we're a little sadder. But I just, there's so many things like that that tidbits and things people should know and and so i want to open the phone lines right now 888-673-1450 and uh and say this is a great time to kind of share something that you have learned hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead boy i learn something new every day but i don't know that we need to share it with your audience okay um one of the big things that uh, i'm in real estate Mm mm-hmm and uh, there's something called a reinvestment fee okay. that a lot of these HOAs are going to uh, charge and are charging mm-hmm. when properties are transferred within an HOA. Okay. I was recently involved in one of these transactions, and it was something that I had to learn about. But I went in and did some research and found out that they will... Uh, charge you these fees even if they haven't gone through the legal process to be able to do so. Hmm. Interesting. So my clients were charged $1,350. Wow. And in order to do that, and hopefully this will help people and just uh-huh. do some research on sure. it, um, if that fee is not recorded uh-huh. the county recorder's office and if it's not notarized, the documentation, they can't collect that fee. Ooh. Good and to I know. knew that this one hadn't been, and when we got to title, title says, well, they've got it on their paperwork, the documentation from the HOA. Right. And I called my client, and I says, hey, this is the strategy I think we need to use. I says, let's let them go ahead and collect it, and once they've closed on it, then we're going to go back, and we're going to show them that they've done it illegally, and we'll get you that money back. Right. I was afraid that if we did it before the transaction mm-hmm. closed, that hurry and go record it. Right. And, and try and get it in there. So long and the short is it's taken me about a week and a half, two weeks. Uh-huh. But I talked with the HOA management company yesterday, and they're going to refund that money. No way. Uh, to the buyer and seller home. Nice. So, nice you know, job. Just because somebody says it's the law. Yeah. Or that this is the way it is, don't. Don't put up with it. Oh, that's fantastic. Like it's yeah, good on you watching out for your client. Yep. Thank you for that tidbit of information. Now people will be armed with that. I love it. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Really appreciate that. That's exactly what I mean. Often, often companies try to collect fees that they can't legally collect. So true. All right. Uh, hi, caller. You have about 45 seconds for it. Uh, well, uh, for years, I've been trying to quit Coke. Uh-huh. I could never make myself quit Coke because okay. it's addictive, right? Yeah. Uh, my feet started giving me all sorts of pain at in the morning when I got up or after I've been driving for a while. Right. Uh, I went to my doctor, and she said, well, your kidneys can't process the, the high fructose corn syrup. So I quit drinking Coke. Kidney pain or the feet pain went away immediately. No way! I love that. Okay, no. yeah. So hey, that's it's good been to easy know. To stay off now that I have it, get a reward for it. You know what? That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't even know that. Thank you. I love it. I, you know, I quit drinking sodas years ago. I, I mean, go, probably I twenty like, years ago. I go through like ebbs and flows where I'll stop drinking it and then I start drinking it again. And I, I got yeah. to the point where I don't even. I, 
Yeah. Even the taste of it is disgusting to me now. Interesting. Okay, share what you know. Share a piece of information you think everybody would benefit from. Some knowledge that you've attained that you wonder if everybody else knows too. Call back right after we come back after the break. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. If you're looking for the best local businesses in Southern Utah, check out bestofsouthernutah.com. Whatever you need for you, your family, and your home, you will find the best local companies at bestofsouthernutah.com. Best of Southern Utah. Or grab a copy of the Best of Southern Utah magazine available throughout Southern Utah. Best of Southern Utah. Best of Southern Utah brought to you by Dixie Power, energizing life. Best of Southern Utah. NASCAR weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. October 14th through 16th for the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Never been to NASCAR? Try it. We promise you'll like it. Concerts, camping, kids, fun. We have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 14th through 16th. Eight left in the playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Legendary. That's you and our community when you volunteer for the Ironman 70.3 World Championship. Legends will rise here in Southern Utah on Friday and Saturday, October 28th and 29th, both on the race course and behind the scenes. It's our volunteers that have made this race iconic for these world-class athletes. And when we're 4,000 strong for this upcoming race, the legend continues. Bring your families, neighbors, and community groups. There are fun and engaging spots for everyone along the swim, bike, and run course. Have a front row seat to this legendary competition. For more information on volunteering or to sign up, go to greaterzion.com and click on Ironman. Again, that's greaterzion.com. This is a place where legends will rise at the Ironman 70.3 World Championship, October 28th and 29th. The Kate Daly Show is brought to you by Aragosta Restaurant. You don't need to go to Vegas to experience five-star dining. Visit Aragosta Restaurant right here in St. George and see why they were voted best in Southern Utah. Now three years in a row, Chef Amy invites you to make your reservation today and treat yourself to fine dining at Aragosta Restaurant. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. If you have a disability, you'd want to work, right? Well, a recent survey performed by the Hartford revealed that three out of four Americans would want to find a way to be productive after a physical disability, even if it meant training and taking on a job. Curiously, that same survey showed that only one in four Americans felt strongly that people with disabilities could perform most jobs done by those without disabilities. But let's be clear, people with disabilities can and do have jobs. Like my friend Wendy, who is blind and on staff at a university. Or Chris, a wheelchair user who has cerebral palsy, has a PhD, and works as an editor. (laughs) So as the old adage says, treat others as you would like to be treated. If you're in business management, learn how you can hire and retain employees with disabilities. Just go to disabilitycampaign.org. What is dedication? My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. Your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. 
if there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. My dad wasn't around. And I remember riding a bike and falling off and cutting myself. And me never would just want to get back on it. People ask, how your children learn how to ride a bike? And you didn't. I didn't teach them. I just created an environment where they taught themselves. And all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Close your eyes in Chicago and you can hear the sound of zebra braying in Africa. Look hard out your window in D.C. and you can see the snow-covered peaks of the Andes. The world is that small. We are that connected. Please visit earthshare.org and learn how the world's leading environmental groups are working together. Earthshare. One environment. One simple way to care for it all. A public service message from Earthshare and the Ed Council. This hour of the show is pre-recorded. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Got a Comilti here. We'll take your calls and uh, share us share with us something that you have learned because I feel like we all gain so much from each other, and I love the uh, sharing of really good, accurate information. And I know that you guys send me emails, and if there's something you'd like to say and comment on, something you've learned, something that you just are just busting at the seams to say i want to be able to ha- give you a voice to say it to everybody um we just hit seven million on soundcloud it's so amazing to me and uh, just wanted to let you know also to to get balance of nature um this product that i've been taking and my husband's been taking, my whole family's been taking i i really love it and that's why they're uh, a sponsor of the show because i know you're going to feel great on it and i know that it's going to have an impact on your life and your immune system it's 31, fe- 31 uh, fruits and vegetables. You've heard me say this, right? Um, and it's just about every vegetable and fruit you could probably name off the top of your head. But I know you're probably not going to eat all of that. And you're lucky if you have one piece of fruit in a day, right? And so, and not even that sometimes. And so make sure that you're getting the nutrients. We're filling our bodies with Coke and fast food and preservatives and all kinds of stuff. And our bodies need a fighting chance. So give it to them every day. Give your body a fighting chance every day by getting balance of nature. And I can't speak highly enough about this product because it is a whole food product that was designed so beautifully in making sure you get the nutrients and no chemicals. There's no chemicals, no GMO, nothing. So go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code Kate. Put in the code, you got to put in the code Kate because you're going to get the most savings and 35% off in free shipping. You just got to do it. It's so great, you guys. Um, It'll solve a lot of issues, and I love that. So let me go ahead and start taking uh, some phone calls here and share with us something that you just really want to share with other people. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate. Hey, I'm Carmelty. How are you? Good. How are you? Go right ahead. Good. Hey. 
So I know that um, you and Uncle Milky have talked a little bit about this before. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I started to kind of research about environmental social governance scores, the uh-huh. ESG scores that are happening. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned that New Hampshire, uh, Virginia, uh, Texas, Idaho, Montana, there's a couple different states. I think it's like five or six right now. Mm-hmm. They are actually introducing bills in the House um, to fight back with this ESG scoring. Really? And so I um, tried to notify a couple of my local, you know, mm-hmm. people that we've mm-hmm. got in my state. Um, and I heard today that Utah is actually looking at drafting something like this, which mm-hmm. I'm really thrilled about. Mm-hmm. Um, but the New Hampshire bill, which is New Hampshire House Bill 1469, I believe, mm-hmm. they say that they are willing to share their verbiage with anybody throughout the country who is interested in doing this. And some of the, the different states are um, looking at, obviously, protecting gas and natural gas and oil, mm-hmm. but you need to make sure that your state is also protecting you because if they're not, if they're only doing the environmental piece and they're not doing the social governance piece, uh-huh. then that means that that ESC score can get placed on the average citizen and your social score can determine whether or not you get, um, like, a loan for a car, a house, a small wow. business. So make sure, check your state, make sure that they are pushing back against the ESG nonsense and that they're not only protecting the state, but they are protecting you. Oh, that what a terrific piece of information. Wow, what an impact this will have on our lives. Oh yeah. Woo! Holy call, call. Everybody call. Make sure your state knows what to do. And if you don't know anything more about it, just remember it is New Hampshire House Bill 1469, mm-hmm. and they are welcome to contact that legislative person. I can't think of his name right now. And he is willing to share. They've been working with lawyers and, and okay. attorneys, and they are willing to share and help. Nice. So it's House Bill 1469 in New Hampshire. I believe so, yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. See, this is what I'm talking about. You guys are a wealth of information. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that great? Okay. ESG I love it. ESG investing. I love it. I kind of right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes. I want to talk to... I'm sorry. It's on the air. Okay. I want to talk about the largest employer in America by far mm-hmm. and what they're doing with their employees Specifically, me, who's back. Okay, you're. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're cutting out. You're cutting out. Contractors making six million that are involved. I won't agree that I'm fighting back with the law, the Constitution. Okay, wait a minute. Caller. Caller, caller, caller. Thank you, Caller, caller. Okay. You know, I can't. I can't hear what you're saying. Okay. I can't. All right, I, I literally can't hear what you're saying. So please call back because I can't I can't hear you. So go off speakerphone or whatever you need to do. I just can't hear it. I'm so sorry. I wish I could. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, one of the things I've learned uh-huh. is that even though people are frustrated, mm-hmm. everybody can do something. Yeah. One of the things I've decided on is every month I have a budget that I spend on direct donations to political campaigns that I think are beneficial to the yeah. country yeah. or 
whatever. But everybody can do that. You're and right. then they say to me, well, how do you know who to do? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, one way is pick a hero. If your hero is Ben Carson, for instance, mm-hmm. real conservative guy, right? Well, look and see who he endorses. Mm. Uh, if your heroes, mm-hmm. you know, there are ways to look at it. You, you read somebody's bio for whatever they're running for. If they're willing to stand up and say, I'm against socialism, I'm against all these things. But if you've got a candidate who won't even say those words, mm-hmm. well, you better not pick him. Mm. Okay. But right. I believe everybody mm-hmm. can do something, whether it's $5 a month or mm-hmm. 500 Okay. All right. Fair enough. Now, what, yeah. One quick question. Sure. Do you know anything about Judicial Watch? Yes, I've had him on the show. Oh, have you? I have. Yep. Oh, evidently you like him then, because yeah, that's I do. one of the places I like to donate to. <laughs> you know what? I like Judicial Watch. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, perfect. Well, Thank that you. Makes me feel better about that choice. Yeah, you're awesome. Hey, thanks for that. I love the phone call. Um, yeah, I mean, I, at this point, I don't know that I would. I don't know. I somebody asked me the other day, in all sincerity, are we cooked federally? <laughs> and my answer was, mm-hmm, we're cooked federally. The only the only thing is maybe somebody local I would probably help or somebody statewide federally no I wouldn't give to any of those because they're just money drivers but um but as far as that goes in general are we kind of cooked in Washington yeah it's it's so swampy I don't think it'll ever be unswampy and and to the extent that I don't know if it can be saved um but I would give money to people fighting in the court system for their rights I would do that and I think people should I think we should help cases. I think that's going to have more impact. I look for governors. Mm. I look for right. governors who who believe in the the power that the Constitution gives them. Yeah, yeah, and the power it doesn't. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, some. Well, that's w- part to me. That's part of the power they yeah. have, right? Right. Because right. of the Constitution. Yeah, because it defines, and we need right. to pay attention. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, can you hear me better? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I was in a car. Okay. Uh, so I wrote a grievance, uh, 31 pages long. A level, level at the second level, of this federal agency is two levels below the cabinet level in the White House. Mm-hmm. And he uh, gave it, excuse me, he responded, oh, can you still? Yeah, go ahead. i, I got to turn off this phone. Um, anyway, he responded to me. None of it addressed the illegality of the, uh, uh, the, uh, I can't understand it. I cannot understand it, but I will give you a chance to call back in. So take yourself off speaker um, and off the car phone because it, it does. It gets yeah. in the way. Um, you know, one thing I learned, I'll share with you, is surety bonds. So we have some lawyers going after surety bonds of elected officials because that's kind of their insurance. If they do something to themselves or somebody else or whatever, everybody, elected official has to be bonded. I'm not sure it would work. I'm not sure it would work um, because... They're, when they're doing something like masking you and mandating it, I'm not quite sure that it has the teeth it needs for it to work. But it would make them wake up a little bit and think that people are desperate enough to go after their surety bonds and sue them. <laughs> so there's that. It's called a surety bond, and um, everybody has to be 
uh, bonded. So that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't you think? Yeah, but you have to be able to prove that they yeah. actually did some damage. Right. Not just, oh, you didn't vote the way I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like what you did. Yeah, um, no. It has to have some teeth to it. And I think that's what's missing in the piece. But as far as that goes, they are all bonded. Um, anyway. Um, okay, caller. Go right ahead. Okay. Can you hear me better? Yes, a lot better. Thank you. Uh, Okay, thank you. Uh, so I wrote this grievance. I, uh, Second Command of this uh, large federal agency that has maybe 10,000 employees responded to me finally. He wrote three pages. This is a real con game. Uh, they did not address, he did not address a single thing I said in those 31 pages about the unconstitutionality oh. of this executive order, uh, which is nothing more than a mm-hmm. criminal edict by the president. But what they've done since then, and this is for other employee, uh, federal employees that are trying to use the Constitution the law, mm-hmm. because it's blatantly, obviously unconstitutional uh, for any federal employee, just as unconstitutional as the force the employees that have more than 100, uh, uh, excuse me, an employer that has over 100 uh, employees uh, to uh, take the shots or be punished with fines. Anyway, so what they've done now is they put a target on me, and they're, ha- they're hounding me like uh, dogs hounding me. Really? They've uh, tried to go after my uh, job performance. I wrote a, a 16, well, no, 21 page grievance on that it was an appeal and they had to back off they actually removed these warning notices because it, it was all fraudulent and, wow. and then uh, it, now they're requiring a new investigation of uh, security investigation for me so I've been with this agency over five years and, uh-huh. uh, and my supervisor can't believe what they're doing with me wow it's the same thing, military or contractors or it's aggressive uh, it sounds uh, like it's aggressive. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a harassment. But they're probably trying to get me uh, fired on other grounds because they can't fight this, and I can win in a court. Uh, and yeah. if I win a court, that establishes a small precedent, uh-huh. even though it's a civil court right. for others. So, so they can't lose on the legality. And everywhere you look, they're not talking about the. No one's talking about Fox News. Nobody, except on your show, someone and few, few other places, the unconstitutionality. Mm-hmm. of this edict. Thank and we've you. Got, well, good luck. Yeah, we all, Jeez. yeah, well, thank you. We all have to learn about the Ninth Amendment, the Tenth Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, Article One, Article Two, right. uh, that, that all show that this is unconstitutional and they have no authority and it's not, by definition, is null and void. Thank you. I really appreciate your call. Thank you. And I, I gosh, I can't even imagine that kind of harassment hmm. like that because you write a letter because you're calling somebody yeah. out yeah. and um, calling out what they're doing well they don't like that they don't like it they're getting more aggressive though i think that's his point they're getting very really much aggressive. more aggressive yeah and they've got uh, they think they have the ability and the wherewithal and the legal um you know whatever to do it so this is amazing um and i hope that uh, if it goes that far i hope he wins um i learned something about uh i'll leave with a good note i learned something about happiness and I was watching the show, and it, and, and it was a conversation between two people, and the person was depressed. I don't know how many of you are depressed, but the person was depressed. And the person wanted was asked to go on a date, and the person was recently widowed. And the person didn't want to go on a date. <laughs> he was depressed. And he was talking to somebody, and the person said... You know, happiness is, is happiness is happiness. I mean, whether it's yours or somebody else's, it's happiness. And instead of, instead of thinking about it as far as whether you want to go or not, why don't you just go for the reason that the other person needs a good evening? Might benefit. Mm-hmm. 
from your company for one evening if you can just put off a happy face and and put on a happy face and just be there for that person instead of what you're going to get out of it or not going to get out of it. You know, but I thought it, it was good advice. It's great advice, and we're, we're we've lost that in the last four decades. By mm-hmm. it's all about me. It's all about me. Yeah, it's all about me. And uh, and I was looking at something uh, the other day that struck me and hasn't left me. And it said, um, it said uh, that you know Satan goes after um, personal autonomy. When he asked, uh, when he got Eve to eat the apple, it was all about convincing her to make her own bad decision. Not because he said, I want to be your master, follow me and and do what I say, but I'm going to manipulate you and you're going to listen, you know, as you listen to me, you're going to make the decision I want you to make. And, and, and I thought about that personal autonomy because it really turns into a me, 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 uh, kind of, uh, kind of thing. And, and I think that we, as a, as a populace right now, if you're feeling, you know, depression, if you're feeling some of these things, try to, try to just, I know it's hard too, but think about others and say, you know what, maybe this is good for the other person. Maybe, maybe this is, this is something I should just make myself go do because somebody else needs it. And sometimes that can pull people out of a depression. It can help kind of get them going again. And I just thought I'd share that little tidbit along with you because it stayed with me. And I thought, oh, you know, that's nice. Uh, we'll be right back. And we'll take your calls on this subject. So you can call up and give us some advice and something you've learned about. Be right back. KateDallyRadio.com. Four months after the apocalypse. Bob, now 